Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of The Athletic Tech Unfiltered. Uh, of course, hosted by yours truly, the certified radio has been your sports uncle, Pom Castro. And with me right now is, uh, joining me rather right now are the usual suspects. Starting off with the left tackle lawyer, Mr. Uh, or attorney rather, attorney John T. Vergara. Uh, good evening, good evening. Thank you, Bob. All right. And uh, uh, we would like to welcome back our friend all the way from the Bay Area, Yoki Rivero. Gentlemen, gentlemen. Nice. And uh, of course, he's back after missing out the episode last week. Uh, Mr. Hey! Mr. Silly comments himself, Mr. Rexwell Villas. Okay, we're kind of missing out Rex, but uh, hopefully he's joining us. Pero Yeah, Hindi hindi ba in family yung kinuha kasi kung in family person of interest si ano si Rex. <laughs> kung ano yan in family lactose free, pwedeng ako yon. <laughs> Pero ano po man napansin ko lang medyo holy tayo ngayon, parang wala tayong kasamang Satan ngayon. Oo, oh, wala si Chinchong Satan eh. So uh Daryl Lim is out for uh, today's episode uh due to a family engagement, di ba? <laughs> so, uh, too bad he, he won't be able to join us But hopefully next week Because uh, starting next week, guys I think we should be starting talk, uh, starting to discuss Anything NBA na, diba? So, malapit na yung season And uh, as we've discussed for the past few days um, Just as a teaser for our listeners uh, We might come up with special guests uh, for our NBA specials in the uh, in the next few episodes. So abangan niyo yan. Tams, Tams, mm. Woods. Oh, tama. <laughs> right. Okay. So. So. Nikita. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um to start things off, guys. Okay. Um, kakatapos lang. And for the for everyone's reference, pala, by the way, we're actually recording this on a Sunday evening. Okay. So. Kakatapos lang ng PBA Finals Game 1 between Barangay Hinebra San Miguel And uh, Token Text Tropang Giga And ano ah, Fight to the finish Nag-OT pa Nanalo ang Hinebra San Miguel over Token Text Hey! Yeah, so <laughs> Actually, napaurong pa Napaurong pa tayo ng recording Because of that game ah. So okay. I know, buti nakahanap ako ng live stream eh. Otherwise, wala akong masasabi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, the score for that game, uh, ano ba ang score ng laro na yan? 192. 100. 192. Ayo, hindi kaya, hindi kinaya na ruler. Nabitin, <laughs> nabitin. Pero ano? Over, over under at Rex, medyo may konting sukat, I think. 
Ah, uh, kasi hindi hindi, hindi rin yata 194 tayo, mga nasa 170s lang yata yung ano nito eh. eh. Not so sure pero nakita ko yung sa spread plus 1 lang. So, siguro babawi yung babawi sila sa game 2. Panigurado, panigurado. <laughs> Tsaka ito guys ah. Uh, sa tingin ko hindi talaga tayo nag-expect ng sukatan dito. Kasi nga 'di ba? These are two kalaban na ano, talagang legit magkalaban. Corporate rivals, 'di ba? Sabi nga nila. Kasi we're referring to Uh, the SMC group and the MVP group uh, locking horns in this championship. So, uh, sa mga tumataya, ewan natin kung may tumama ba o merong nababad trip dahil ano. Pero sana walang masugod na player ha? at sabihan na bakit hindi nila ginawa ito. <laughs> Baka sugurin yung girlfriend online. Walang ganun. Huwag ganun, huwag ganun guys. Huwag ganun guys. Sana huwag ganun. Sana wag naman makilang si Tulfo ngayon. Oh, tama. <laughs> <laughs> tama. <laughs> tama. Tama. Tsaka ano ah, uh, for this game, Japit Aguilar, imposing his ano ah, impo- imposing his will on uh, on the lower block. Mungang naka 25 points si Japit sa laro na yan, if I'm not mistaken. And, and ano, and... 16 rebounds. 16 rebounds yung malaki. Hanep, yun yung malaking bagay. Kasi, sino ang itatapat nila kay Japit? Si Jay Washington. Actually, meron, oh, meron yung token text na ano eh, na defensive player sa kitna, di ba? Si Eram. Oh, uh, reigning, reigning defensive player of the year eh. Right. Kaya lang, ang nakikita ko dito kay Japit, kaya siya nakakagawa ng ganito. Kasi ang focus lagi ng depensa ng token text, tatlong guardian ng Hinebra, di ba? Tenorio, Thompson, Pringle, lahat playmakers kayang i-breakdown yung depensa. Right. So, yung focus nila, daging na, magaling kasi si Japet, ano eh, yung ingit-singit, yung maganap ng pwesto. Mm-hmm. So, pauwing na ang focus ng TNT doon sa tatlong guardian na yun. Ang daming libre ni Japet na mga simpleng cut, follow-up, mga ganun. Mm-hmm. Tipong pick your poison yung nangyari. Na... Yeah, yun nga yung nagpa-overtime, oh. di ba? Yung playmaking ni L.A. Tenorio, then napasa dun sa, I forgot kanina oh. niya pinasa, yung pero talaga ba yun ito lang tino ah tama ito lang tino yeah jumping on what Rex said as far as playmaking yung playmaking nga talaga ni Ale Tenorio is mm-hmm. talagang yun ang nag-open sa floor when it comes to the rest of Hinebra para especially for Japet para maka mak you know to have a really good game naging existent pa si Jason Castro sa laro na to parang hindi masyado eh Well, parang off na kasi chance to win siya. Yung may last floater, di pumasok eh. Oh. Yeah. Since, since semifinals, medyo off na din yung shooting ni ano eh, Castro. Parang, alam ko nung last time ko chinek, parang sa, against semis nila sa Phoenix, laging mga under 40% lang ata yung shooting niya, mga 42-43% lang. <laughs> Pero titingnan mo di ba yung roster ng token text, pang gilas na to eh. From 1 to 5, gilas Pwede nang i-represent yung Pilipinas eh. Actually, lahat sila gilas players. Yung one, yung starting five oh. nila. Diba? Oo, oh, diba? <laughs> si Parks nga dapat sa China na naglalaro to eh. <laughs> Pero, uh, we have to give it to ano eh. We have to give it to Bobby Ray eh. Kasi, iba yung ano. Itong uh, conference na to, sa tingin ko ah, talagang meron siyang gustong patunayan eh. He's actually playing with a chip on his shoulder dito sa conference na to. The first time na nakita ko na sobrang motivated siya para manalo. Uh, I'm not sure if it's the TNT effect o 
Kasi sa Blackwater, hindi naman natin napansin na ganun yung laro niya, diba? Dumaan ba siya doon? Oo. Oo. Ano siya doon? Nag, uh, parang internship program. Oo. Bago malipat sa talagang team niya. <laughs> internship? Oo. Diba? And then, uh, yeah. Nag-farm training, nag-farm training muna siya doon. Oo, nag-farm training muna. Diba? Parang Parang nag-triple A muna siya. Bago, bago mapunta sa Major League. Parang ganun yung nangyari. Uh, <laughs> so, guys, eto ah. Since ano, uh, Hinebra drew first blood dito sa, ano na to, dito sa, uh, sa series na to. Sa tingin nyo, they will carry over the momentum heading to Game 2? Or ano ang nakikita nyo yung adjustments ang gagawin ng, ano, ng TNT heading to Game 2? Rex, let's start with you, Rex. Ako... Oh! Ang gagawin lang naman ng token text dito is umasa kayo. Not necessarily na asing lahat si Parks ang gagawa. Mm-hmm. Pero sa sobrang ganda lang nilalaro ni Parks since nung semi-final, since nag-start yung playoffs. Ang wala silang choice eh, kundi talagang primary scorer nila si Parks, lalo na tong si Pogoy and si Castro. Medyo nag-misfire. Mm-hmm. So, ang adjustment lang nila dito din is defensively. Itong paano nila pipigilan yung trigger attack ng ano ng Hinebra. Mm. Yang onus kumbaga is yung dun sa defense up, up, up front dun sa backward defense yung kailangan nilang mag-adjust. Mm. I agree. I agree. And yun nga ang sa tingin ko dun talaga nagka-capitalize si Team Cone dito sa series ito eh. Talagang um, may ano eh parang kayang-kaya niyang isabay yung tatlo eh. Yung Thompson, Pringle tsaka Tenorio na trio. Kasi ano eh, wala 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 naman masyadong malaki ang ano ang token text si Poy Eram lang ang talagang uh, defensive stalwart nila kumbaga, 'di ba? So, kayang-kaya niyang ano eh, kayang-kaya niyang ilabas yung tatlong yun sa nang sabay. Tapos sasabayan mo pa ng Japet. Tapos yung yung fifth player na yun, it's either Aljon, it's either Caperal, role players na na out of nowhere biglang sasabog. Diba? Kaya, uh, kaya ano, uh, something ano, something looking forward to yung ano, yung binanggit mo Rex. Ah, uh, natin kung kung uh, gagawin ng TNT sa game plan nila. How about you attorney? What are your thoughts on game 2? Well, ang siguro ang sa akin sa TNT ha, mm-hmm. is uh, try kumbaga wag sabayan ng Hinebra. Mm-hmm. Diba? Like, like you said, three guard attack sabay may Japet, tapos uh, occasionally Mariano or, or si uh, Tolentino or si Dillinger or si Cusino man ang ipasok for that uh, other forward slot. Right, right. Well, kung tutuusin mo, kaya namang gawain ng TNT yan eh. Uh-huh. Castro and si so BRP. Uh-huh. Tapos uh, Jay Wash, tapos si Eram. Uh-huh. But you don't necessarily have to match up to what Hinebra is doing. Uh-huh. Diba? So, sure, mas maganda if the uh, Sige, mag-trigard lineup kayo. Let's see what you can do against what we put out na ibang lineup. Diba? Kung lakihan nila. Kasi si BRP, pwedeng mag-3 or 4 yun kung tutuusin nyo sa laki niya. Eh. So, let's see. Hopefully, TNT can find a way to uh, take advantage of their size. Kasi kahit paano, although it's not that glaring, may size advantage ng konti naman yung TNT. I agree, I agree. And, um, Yoki, I knew, uh, I know, or I understand rather, na this is like the first time that you've watched a PBA game uh, for the longest time, 
Uh, ano napansin mo sa laro na to na pwedeng dalin ng TNT heading to game 2? Well, I was I was gonna agree with Attorney Jump Off. Like, you know, I think kaya namang mag-match up ng TNT sa Inebra lineup-wise as far as like a three-guard lineup. So just just do it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and then as far as like, okay, um, I I I don't know defensively what they can do to change it. Pero I'm, I know it sounds easy to say, pero just contain LA Tenorio and his playmaking. Like, I don't know how you know like maybe ice him on the pick and roll or just switch the pick and roll pag nag set up siya ng pick and roll because he's you know i mean i didn't see a lot of the game but for most of the game that i saw it looks like parang napakadali sa kanyang i-break down yung defense ng TNT like yung yung play na that sent it to overtime talagang he just coasted through right in the middle of the screen diba and then cult na collapse yung depensa sa kanya easy layup tapos yung there there was an instance in overtime where talagang ang attention ng depensa sa kan- is nasa kanya to the point na naging open yung gitna for like a good pass that I can't remember kanino niya na pinasa yun pero it puts the lead up to four within about two minutes left naging medyo comfortable ng Hinebra at that point like I I think you just have to contain him I don't know how like I know it's easy to say you have to contain him pero they have to find a way to make sure na hindi hindi niya nabe-break down yung entire defense ng TNT whether it's switching on the pick and roll whether it's like icing him whether it's going over yes. screens or anything kasi once he breaks down the TNT defense talagang open na yung options ng Hinebra mm-hmm. as far as everything else so i think yun ang pinaka main focus nila to go with game 2 and then yeah jumping off attorney like okay kaya naman din ng TNT mag three guard if anything yung three guard lineup ng TNT mukhang mas may size pa nga eh. so i think mas may advantage sila doon Oh, kung, kung maglalaro ng Guardia si ano si Bobby Ray and they they have, yeah. they, have and, this, they have that advantage. And he can do it. Mm-hmm. He can do it. He's he's big and he's fast enough, you know. I think he can defend guards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he can do it. By the way, yung yung sinasabi ni Yoki na pinasaan ni LA to come up to go up by 4. Niyan si former King Archer Aljon Mariano. Yun. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, pinag-usapan niya, pinag- pinag-usapan niya namin, namin ni, ni Pom yan, um before we're recording. Sabi niya, may history nga siya. May history nga daw siya dyan. Yeah. Ito nga eh. Ito. Tama-tama, binring up ni Atty. yan. Kasi I think uh, it's worth, ano, it's worth uh, uh, paying attention kay, ano, kay Aljon Mariano. Sa so, tingin ko, ito yung bawi moment niya eh. Even though na nasa pros na siya, sa so, tingin ko, dito niya gustong bumawi talaga. Kasi dati nananalo siya ng championships, pero he was just a role player. Ito, key ingredient na siya dito eh. Key, may key role na talaga siya. Uh, diba? Na, That's right. Oo. Tapos, something na, na worth pansinin dun para sa Inebra, si ano, Arvin Tolentino. Kasi dati, nung nasa Ateneo tsaka sa FA pa lang yan, lagi ko napapansin sa kanya yung mallet niya eh. Pero ngayon, no. <laughs> pero ngayon, yung laro niya is uh, really speaking volumes right now uh, sa ano sa sa bubble hindi niya na fulfill na potential nung sa UAP ngayon lumalabas lumalabas tama diba si- saka ano uh, mm-hmm. very rarely na may gumagamit ng rookie si Tim Cole exactly exactly yeah. Cole, uh-huh. si Scotty lang ata yung last but still si Scotty Thompson yun eh but aside from that bihira lang gumamit ng rookie talaga yan oo tama may pagka Phil Jackson slash well general nba coach uh, mentality na rin eh na 
hindi masyado gagamit ng mga batang players. So, ito, eh, ano eh, sa tingin ko ah, sa bubble, mm-hmm. sa bubble mismo, Tim Cohn pretty much flipped the script for Hinebra. Kasi, dati naman, wala naman masyadong minutes si Caperol, di ba? Yan si, mm-hmm. well, si Tolentino, binigyan niya ng chance, di ba? So, this is something, ano, something worth noticing para sa, ano, sa coaching ni, ano, ni, ni Tim Cohn. For, for the ano for the PBA bubble. So si ano kaya si si Pringle, 'di ba? Maganda yung laro, maganda rin ang laro ni Pringle ngayon. Uh, any chance that we'll see him along the streets of Fields Avenue after the game? Wednesday yung game too. So madaming downtime, alam mo na. Pam pam off lang eh, no? <laughs> off muna. <laughs> Baka bukas na eh. Babaka sa kali. Babaka sa kali lang. Long weekend eh. Diba? So, yeah. Ito pala may... Uh, gusto ko rin pala i-bring up na uh, naalala ko lang. Itong... <laughs> yung match-up na to na kay Tim Cohn versus uh, Bong Ravena yung coach, diba? Ng Token Text. Coated and coat head coach ng Token Text. Oo, tama. Uh, Itrowback lang natin. I'm sure alam ni Ator nito. Alaska fan eh. Si, si Bong Ravena nagbigay ng championship yun sa Alaska. Oh. 1996. <laughs> Para tumigil yung mundo pagkatapos ng foul na yun eh, di ba? Parang, oh my God, di ba? Sa <laughs> uh, YouTube yun, makikita yun. Oo, uh, YouTube niyan guys. Uh, one of the ano notable moments in all Filipino Cup history. Yung foul na yun. Hindi dahil kay Bong Ravena, walang Grand Slam yung Alaska. Oo. Oh. Uh, mismo. <laughs> Tama yun. Pero heavy favorite sila nun ah. Kasi nga, they pretty much ran over Pure Foods nung series na yun. Nung third game lang na nanalo yung Pure Foods, pagkatapos sila marod ng pagkatapos sila marod ng ano, uh, Braveheart, parang na-inspire sila. Tapos nanalo sila ng game 3. Tapos ng game 4, medyo dikit. Tapos ng game 5, dikit pa rin. Eh, kaso nga lang, hindi na pwedeng magdikit kapag behind ka ng 3-1 eh. So, <laughs> so ano, uh, parang yun nga, ang ending, binigay ni Bong Rabena yung title na yun para sa Alaska for that series. Oh. <laughs> Tama. So, eto ah. Uh, before that before the championship series, um, we were actually ano, we were actually uh, lucky <laughs> if we take a turn from uh, turn off uh, a page rather from James Oitis playbook. We were actually lucky na we were given two terrific semifinal series. Uh, yung Phoenix, Phoenix versus, ano, Phoenix versus Token Tex. Tapos, Meralco versus Hinebra. Meralco Hinebra, given net, ba? Kasi nga, medyo may history na yung dalawang yan, eh. Na, sa, ano, sa Governor's Cup, lagi naglalaban, Durham versus Brownlee. Dito, it was a, ano, it was a whole new chapter. Kasi, naglaban ngayon, all Filipino, walang import, they pretty much play, uh, they pretty much left everything on the court lalong lalo na si Reynel Hugnatan diba? <laughs> hindi natin nakalain 
Pagkatapos magtanong ng luto, pero hindi daw siya yun. Okay? Uh, ano? Uh, nagisa eh. Nagisa. So, nagisa siya actually dun sa, dun sa, sina, dun sa allegation. Okay? Uh, yan ha. Inescript ko na maayos. Dun sa allegations na yun, nagisa siya ng mga tao. So, ang ginawa niya, tinuloy-tuloy niya yung paglisa hanggang sa nakaprito siya ng maayos ng panalo ng Game 4. Siya nagpanalo. Dinagdagan, dinagdagan niya ng bawang. Oo. Oh, tapos ang Game 5, nung Game 5 lang, nagkaroon lang ng The Shot Part 2 dahil doon sa 3-pointer ni Scotty. Pero, guys, um, anything na you can actually, ano, you can actually put into a silver lining para sa Meralco after the series, uh, attorney, sa tingin mo? Well, uh, in a way, nag-overachieve sila dito, no? Mm-hmm. Sa all-Filipino. And of course, medyo throwback to the, to the past si, ano, si Raymel, di ba? Oh. Dapat, uh, game tying shot na yun, eh, mas maganda yung tira ni, ni Scotty, no? Right. So, hopefully naman, is, ba, as we've mentioned before, parang itong sa bubble, mas maganda ang laro ng mga tao, eh. mm-hmm. Especially yung mga bench players. So hopefully, hindi to one-off thing na maganda lang laro ng Miralco because of the bubble. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, tuloy-tuloy na talaga to na even pag, if and when bumalik sa Araneta yung PBA mm-hmm. or back to regular programming, they can maintain the quality. Lalo na kung may import na magaling naman. Kasi mm-hmm. most of the time sa Miralco, ang problema, sayang import nila. Eh. Oh. Because the, the coaching would always be there. Eh. Si Norman Black naman yan. Eh. Alam naman natin sa record yan. Eh. Yeah. It's a question of... Uh, the revelations like New Sam and Aaron Black na, mm-hmm. di ba, na nag-step up at maganda rin ako. Exactly. Can, the question is, can they continue it when it's no longer a uh, bubble setting? Mm-hmm. If it's back to normal, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Rex, sa tingin mo? On take away ko sa Meralco, uh, Meralco, galing doon sa uh, after nilang matalo sa final series against uh, Hinebra. Abangan ko sila next conference. Hopefully, sana si Almasan, 100% ano na siya. Kasi galing siya sa ano eh, serious injury. So, parang yung minutes niya, staggered yan ni Norman Black. Tapos pagdating ng semifinals, uh, kailangan na kailangan siya. Pero hindi siya makapag-100% eh. Although meron siyang malaking impact dun sa Meralco. Naalala ko yung block niya kay ano, di ba? Kay... Game-saving block eh. Which is yun naman talagang Kailangan ng Meralco din Yung Man rim protection Gusto ko nga sana Sa Alaska napunta yan eh Isa ko napunta ng Meralco eh <laughs> Oo, tama Pero Ang maganda din sa Meralco Meron silang established na ano Na star Which is ano Si Chris Newsom Oo, tama si Chris. Maganda yun na uh, Former coach niya si ano Si Norman Black sa Ateneo Tapos ngayon sa pros so, alam na alam ni Coach Norman kung paano gamitin si si Nusam. And lastly, sa akin lang, mas maging consistent lang yung ibang players eh, tulad ni Alain Maliksi. Kasi, mo, at scorer talaga eh. Kaya lang, minsan di mo alam kung anong makukuha mo kay Alain Maliksi. Either 4 points lang, tapos next game, 24 points. Oh, Init, uh-huh. mga hot and cool siya eh. So, Sobrang parang... Ilang consistency lang ng mga supporting pieces. Mm-hmm. And isang sabi ni attorney, import na magaling. Ayang dalhin yung Meralco sa tip into the playoffs. Oo, tama. So, tama yun eh. Good, good points from you guys. Uh, pretty much very spot on eh. Kasi, yun nga. Kasi dati, 
pag si Ayo Meralco, lalo na pag sa reinforced conference, import lang yan. Bubuhati ng import, wala nang susunod. Pero dito, lumabas yung character ng mga local players na sana makeri over sa susunod na conference. And the conferences to come as well. Para mas maging competitive naman yung liga, diba? So, Yoki, um, I know that you follow the news, you follow the posts in our Facebook page. Anything that you notice that Meralco can learn from this uh, semifinal series moving forward? I mean, I'm just impressed na at 42 years old, I mean, effective pa rin si Reynel Hugnatan kasi, you know, before... Sorry, 83. 83 na ba? Sorry, sorry. Yeah, kasi I remember, I remember the last few, the, the, the last year na medyo active pa ako as far as religiously watching the PBA. It's like, nandun na si Reynel. You know, he's one of the up-and-coming guys, right? And then it's, you know, I'm thinking, what, 15 years late, later, and then, oh, nasa news na naman si Reynel. Is this 2004 or something? <laughs> so, I mean... I I think I'll just echo what um, attorney and Rex is saying. There's an exciting core dun sa Meralco as far as what to look for for the next couple of seasons. So the next couple of conferences, I mean. So I mean, you know, just just build on what you have, and then build on the success that you had this this conference and move forward with it. Pero talagang impressed ako kay Reynel, eh. Parang you know, I mean, parang parang Tyson and Roy Jones eh lumalaban pa eh. Kait 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 it's coming up there in age. Eh. Talagang may meron pang pwedeng ibigay eh. Yeah. 10-year extension yan, Joe Nathan. Ano 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 caption ng ex doon pa-tawag sa mga before natin malimutan buti na remind ni attorney. Naalala ko yung after ata ng big shot ni Joe Nathan, may graphics na nilabas yung yung <laughs> Decades of greatness. No disrespect naman kay Hugnatan. Okay naman talaga siya ng player. Pero, to say ng greatness dun sa kay Hugnatan, parang hindi naman dapat. Huwag naman ganun. <laughs> A very good role player. Serviceable talaga. Pero, greatness. And, nope. <laughs> Iba, next level na yun eh, diba? Next level na yun. Oh! Mm. lang yata yung copywriter ng graphic. <laughs> Wala man. The time pressure dial tapos na yung time out. Tama. <laughs> and ano, ni Yoki kanina yung Tyson and Roy Jones. Ha? We'll get we'll get uh we'll get to that into that in, in a bit. And uh before that, um meron pang isang magandang semifinal series. We had Phoenix LPG uh uh playing against uh Token Text which also went the distance uh, five games muntikan pa manalo ang Phoenix nung game 4 kasi isa lang yung lamang ba so eto ah ito yung napansin ko si Matt, Matthew Wright will always be Matthew Wright um si ano si si Perkins he actually elevated this game pretty much parang ano eh parang times 2 na ng skill niya nung una ko siyang nakita sa Lasal na mas mas ano na mas ba, mas imposing na yung presence niya kasi mas malapad na yung katawan niya and at the same time yung lefty yung lefty talaga niya sobrang ano eh, reliable eh and of course the emergence of Justin Chua na to mention na talagang kung merong revelation dito sa bubble season na to ng PBA I think in my book number one in my list will be Justin Chua kasi iba yung ano eh, iba yung improvement eh and um, 
ang nakakabilib dito was Calvin of Calvin Abueva playing quality minutes na parang hindi siya na suspend for 16 months kasi nandun yung timing nandun yung nandun yung galaw parang hindi nagpahingi tiba so I I do hope na moving forward we'll see more of this very uh, overachieving uh, Phoenix squad and can they keep their core though can they keep their core that's a big question you know natin pero kasi they have a very good you know young core here and then you add Calvin Abueva to it you know there's a contender there's a there's a contending team here mm-hmm. the question is can they keep it i mean not not being a huge PBA fan for the last few years pero i know na these are one of the teams that talagang you know when in in baseball in baseball terms farm teams diba na they always get they always get the good guys but eventually they will trade them to the you know to the to the SMC teams to the big teams and all that stuff right because well, i think if they keep their core they have they have a very good team here well hopefully diba that's the operative word hopefully talaga kasi uh, i want to see more out of these uh, players playing for the same team not to mention nandoon pa si Mark nandoon pa si ano nandoon pa si RJ Azul na since no nasa letran pa lang siya I've been following his game still the same until now partida na ACL pa yan so um, I do hope na talagang mag-continue yung momentum nila heading to the following conferences but uh, Rex sa tingin mo what can uh, what can ano what can uh, Phoenix uh, learn from this uh, from this uh, setback against TNT but for one, ang Phoenix, I think uh, they became a much better team. Mm-hmm. Uh, sa emergence na, eh, dito nag-break. Alam naman natin si Matthew Wright, magaling talaga eh. Pero dito na magnify yung galing niya talaga eh. Parang uh-huh. before bumalik si Calvin Abueva, Matthew Wright talaga yung star nila. Mm-hmm. Nag-produce siya. Nag-produce siya buong conference. Yung mga numbers niya, ang um, 30 points, 25 points, parang mm-hmm. kaya niyang miscore eh. Pero overlook yung assist niya eh. Kasi yung mga games, 6 assist, 8 assist to go with this 25 points. So, uh-huh. itong Phoenix na to, well-coached to sa tingin ko. Kasi si Topex, Topex. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, proven winner na si Topex eh. Mm-hmm. Uh, college, tapos sa Alaska, nag-coach, uh, nag-assistant din siya. And alam ko, kasama, ano to, kasama sa coaching tree ni, ano, ni Tim Cohn, di ba? Mm-hmm. So, he's, he's a winner then And yung... Sabi niyo core, pero ito duo talaga ni Matthew Wright and Calvin Abueva yung magdadala nito eh. Mm-hmm. Tapos yung emergence ni Justin Chua as yung most improved player talaga din in my book. Mm-hmm. Tapos meron pa good mix of veterans eh. Si, si Alex Malyari, may R.R. Garcia. Ay, sana si R.R. Garcia, ito na yung maging boom niya sa PBA. Sana talaga. <laughs> pa, il- sana talaga. Ilang lipat na to eh. Pero oh. feeling ko dito siya magkakaroon ng magandang role. Off the bench, silang dolo ni R.J. Hasul ang gandang ang ganda off the bench players oh, yung offensive spurt na binibigay nila ang ganda ng binibigay nila kaya malayo din yung narating ng Phoenix eh dahil doon sa dalawang yun mm-hmm. and as far as doon keeping yung core mayaman naman team tong Phoenix eh diba? hindi naman to yung tipong ako meron akong kakilala sa gasoli- sa Phoenix nagpapakarga ng gasolina pero kunyari yung black water hanggang ngayon wala akong kilalang nagpapabango ng black water eh. yun yung mga pwede maging <laughs> Ano <laughs> masusukat eh. Tagal na ng black water sa PBA high school pa lang ako na rin ko na yan pero hanggang ngayon wala akong kakilalang nagpapabango ng black water o bumibili. 
Napakaganda naman ng surface level analysis ni Rex talaga. Grabe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bakit kayo, di ba? Pupusta ako kayo din. Wala kayong alam ng mapabango ng black water. <laughs> no. Wala ko nun. No. <laughs> Attorney, your thoughts uh, on uh, on Phoenix's uh, emergence uh, ngayong All-Filipino Cup? Uh, well, yun nga. Actually, kung toto is kung gagawa tayo ng ano, ng surface level uh, NBA comparison. Parang Atlanta, <laughs> Hawk, Atlanta Hawks tong ano eh, uh, Phoenix eh. Diba? May young core with uh, nasaktong built around a uh, young guard tapos may magandang front court and supported by based on the recent signings right now. No? Mm-hmm. Uh, supported by good veterans. So maganda talaga ang foundation nila plus as coach said Topex that's, that's a good coach one of the best coaches na sa Philippines kayo, not just sa PBA or in any collegiate level, diba? Uh, again, ang, ang concern lang is eh, hindi na sila under the radar. Eh. Mm-hmm. So, it means two things. Yun nga, diba? May pressure na, no, attorney? May pressure na, paghahanda na ng ibang teams, and mm-hmm. more importantly, mag-aligid-aligid na yung mga ibang manager at handler ng uh, mga laking team, baka oh. makuha yung mga player nila. So, hopefully, na pupuesto na yung mga yan. Oo. Parang so, ano yan, ho- ho- parang, Hopefully, it doesn't happen, di ba? Parang ano yan eh. Ang dating ng mga ibang GMs, para mga takatak boys yan eh. Na merong dinadanggel na mga player na wala namang kwenta. Parang pwede may kumpara sa makunat na fish crackers, di ba? So, oh. parang ganun eh. Di ba? O ito, kumuha ka nito, di ba? Para makuha namin yung, <laughs> yung, yung, ano, yung big fish ninyo. So, Yeah, so pero, pero sabi nga ni Rex na, I agree. Mukhang hindi naman uh, into that game of mukhang mm-hmm. kumbaga yung yung kuan yung Alaska dati na quote-unquote independent, mag-isa lang but we're still going to compete na team. Mm-hmm. Parang Phoenix lang pumalit doon eh. Di ba? So that dati Alaska 'yon tapos naging rain or shine. Oo. Tapos ngayon I think it's Phoenix. Tama 'yan. Ano talaga eh? uh, I think gusto ko nga mag-jump ship sa Phoenix eh. Like I keep telling everybody I'm a dormant Ginebra fan. Pero I haven't been watching and I haven't been watching a lot of PBA in the last uh, decade or so. I think I I have a pass to jump ship to a new team at this point. Kasi napaka-exciting ng team nila eh. Yeah, napaka-exciting ng team nila eh. Oh, tsaka hindi mo na kailangan mag-ano, mag mag uh, complete ng bandwagon form para lumipat sa fandom nila. So <laughs> Uh, so also ano uh, tama yung ano eh, tama yung assessment natin dito na yun nga na yung Phoenix isa to sa mga magiging dark sana isa sila sa magiging dark horses given na ganun yung operations ng team nila kasi kailangan natin ng mga ganyang teams sa PBA na it will bring it will bring back the spirit of competition kung ano yung mga nakalakihan natin na nung na ira natin either the early 90s or Uh, the 80s as a whole, diba? Ito talaga yung talagang salpakan talaga. Talagang, uh, talagang bakbakan, sabi nga nila. Right? So, okay. So, as we move forward, uh, ano to? Kasi kanina na banggit lang ni Yoki, uh, yung laban ni Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr., legends only. Uh, nangyari siya kanina uh, in a very in a very quarantine friendly uh, uh, ano venue <laughs> so sa forum siya ginawa pero walang crowd and Snoop Dogg was there singing hymns para 
Looks like it had a few joints too. I know. But what? But the match ended in a draw. What? Eh, parang sa tingin ko may lamang eh. Dun sa dalawa eh. Sa tingin ko lamang si Tyson eh. Uh, what do you guys think? Um, Yoki, your thoughts? I think yeah. I think I I, I would have given it to Mike because you know if we're just talking about aggressiveness as far as like who's the more aggressive fighter like it was mike you know i mean you know you saw what roy jones did he basically did the holy field you know like you know jab duck and then clinch jab duck clinch i know it's the smart way to fight but if we're judging it based off that then i i i at least gotta give the fight to mike tyson when it comes to just being the more aggressive fighter being the more you know basically he's he's trying to win whereas Roy Jones Jr. is fight style dun sa laban na yun is he's trying not to lose if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it is a, it, it is an exhibition. Yun nga sinasabi nila. So, it doesn't really matter kung draw. Which I think it's just fun to see, you know, like our boxing legends sort of like touch gloves again. Pero, I think Mike Tyson won that fight. <laughs> uh, Attorney, were you able to watch the fight? No, oh, yes. Uh... Uh... So, uh, well, tama well, to begin, medyo mahirap score yung fight, no? Uh, because of, because uh, instead of your usual three-minute rounds, two minutes lang. Mm-hmm. So, parang just when things are starting to pick up, tapos na yung round. So, balik tayo sa break. So, medyo mahirap score in that sense. And then, of course, the people scoring the bout. Uh, hindi naman professional judges, former fighters yung mga yan, eh. Si, uh, yeah, uh, oh, actually, the judges, the the official, so the judges were uh, former champions. Si, uh, they had the mistake is Christy Martins from women's boxing. Uh-huh. Si uh, Vinny Paz, Vinny, Vinny Pacienza, mm-hmm. na ni Roy Jones. So I don't think na right. he did <laughs> score for Roy Jones because the the scorecard was shut out for one. Okay. One scorecard was shut out for one side. Kasi hindi pinakita for who eh. Mm-hmm. One, one scorecard was a shut out for the other side. Tapos yung last, which I think si Jeff Lacey ata, was, la- was the last judge, I'm not mistaken. Uh-huh. He, had, he really had it draw yung scorecard. Mm-hmm. So, technically, split draw siya. Technically, no? Uh-huh. If, you want to, if you want to be uh, technical about it. It's a, it's a draw, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, mahirap talaga score eh. But if you just going through ano, based on just what you're seeing two minutes two minute rounds everything considered I I I have given it to Tyson na lang. Mm. Kasi at the end of the day it's not really a competitive about this eh. so oh. what are you, what are you judging so um how I'm judging it on entertainment value mas entertaining ang ginawa ni Tyson Oh ano eh tsaka diba yung galaw ni Tyson parang ganun pa rin like the Tyson of old pero syempre mas mabagal na diba yeah. Oh, and, uh, and uh, no, parang mas in shape. Yeah, I put it this way, no. Mm. Parang mas seryoso ni Tyson kaysa kay Roy Jones. I agree. Yung katawan uh, ni Tyson parang 1986 actually, nung nakita ako. No, tapos parang maagang na maagang hiningal si Roy Jones and everything. Mm. Si Tyson actually to be fair to him. Parang hindi siya napagod eh. Eh tapos uh, yung, Yeah, no, he looks he looks to be in uh, terrific shape. Oh. Tapos yung, cor- yung corner ni Tyson, parang seryoso about uh, how to go about the fight. Uh-huh. Ang corner ni Jones, very parang going through the motions lang. 
So, to be fair to, to, to Roy, parang mas ni Tyson. And, but because of that, I'm inclined to say na siya nanalo. Oo, oh, tama. Tsaka ano eh, uh, naka- ang maganda rin dito, we were also seeing the Roy Jones Jr. of old. Diba yung flashiness niya, nandun pa rin eh. Pero, sumasayo pa rin oh, eh. Sumasayo pa, pero hindi na natin nakikita na yung ibababa niya yung braso niya. Kasi alam niya, pwede siya madali. <laughs> oh, right, right. Diba? Well, uh, like, like he did before. <laughs> Uh, sabi ni, I think that's Marlon. Ma- uh, of course, these guys are for 51, si Jones, 55, si Tyson, respectively. No? Uh-huh. Sabi nga niya that as they got older, they're old in, in prime fighting styles. Mas uh, hindi na walan si Tyson rather than Roy Jones. Kasi yung fighting style ni Roy Jones talaga, as you got older, hindi talaga feasible yung ginagawa niya dati. And even when he was in, when he started losing his fights, that's because he got relatively older. Kaya hindi naging as effective yung dating fighting style niya, which was, some, of course, a spectacle in itself to watch Roy Jones box in his prime. Pero mm-hmm. once he got older, na wala ni reflexes, na wala ni speed just a bit. Right. And then, uh, wala. Hindi na pwede. Mm-hmm. Kailangan talaga optimum level to, to pull off that fighting style. Mm-hmm. Si Tyson, of course, at the end of the day, one of the last thing that goes is your power. Ganun din eh. Ganun din ang ginagawa. Of course, wala na masyado yung head movement niya. Tsaka yung peekaboo defense niya, wala na. Pero ganun din yung offense, uh, offensive strategy niya. Yung Work the body. Sabay uppercut kung meron. Tama. Diba? Yung offense, sobrang ano. Sa tingin ko, uh, natutuwa si Cos Damato kung naparod niya yung, ano, yung laban. Kasi kung ano yung tinuro ni Cos Damato sa kanya, ganun pa rin yung ginagawa niya hanggang ngayon. Very fundamental. You know, May isang, may, may isang moment in the fight na uh, what's the right term in Filipino? Basta yung, ano, yung, yung, yung weave, yung weave ni Tyson na uh-huh. uh, parang lumang weave niya, ang lalim eh. Uh-huh. Parang naglalambada siya eh, ang lalim ng uh-huh. so at least the, leg, the legs are still there. But of course, isang beses lang niya ginawa, but still, nakakatawang nakita ang ginawa niya. Diba? <laughs> iba, iba. Tsaka ano, um, nakita kasi natin yung preparation ni Tyson heading to the fight. Like, wala masyadong fanfare kay, ano eh, kay Roy Jones Jr. from his camp heading to heading to the fight. Uh, isa lang, actually, isang video lang nakita ako sa kanya. Yung uh, chiropractic session niya kay Dr. Hightower. And uh, after that, wala na ako iba nakita. Pero kung nakita mo yung mga training videos ni Tyson, ba preparing for the fight, nakita mo yung bobbin weave niya, nandun pa rin. Yung... Right uppercut sabay, ano, sabay, ay, yung right body, yung body shot sa kanan, sabay right uppercut, o kaya yung, ano, yung left hook niya, nandun pa rin eh. Uh-huh. Kaya, something to, uh, sayang yeah. talaga. I, I would have given and of course, uh, and of course, sabi nga nila, the last time na lumaban, quote quote the last time Tyson stepped in the ring, 15 years ago, mm-hmm. si Roy Jones, 2 years ago, lumaban pa yun, nanalo pa eh. So, kahit, kahit paano in active as Roy Jones. Uh, cruiserweight, actually. One, one, uh, one weight division lower. Ah, okay. So, that's, uh, that's uh, 205 limit. Mm-hmm. Makes sense, ha? Oh, kasi... Yung katawan kasi ni Roy Jones ngayon, parang ano eh. Ewan ko, parang... Daddy na eh. Dad bad na eh. Dad bad na eh. Dad bad talaga. Legit. Diba? <laughs> Pero nakak... 
nakakatuwa pa rin siya, you know, there there were times during that fight he was still doing the no look jab, no? Like, oh yeah, uh, that's that's the Croy Jones. Pati yung ano, pati yung yung uh, pivot escapes niya. Mm-hmm. Still there, still there. For 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 men, his for men his age, no. It was nice to see them in the ring together. Kaitin di serioso, de ba? It's exactly it's exactly what we needed in this time. Ah, because because de ba at the time, uh, I'd like to say ninety nine or two thousand, early two thousand. Mm-hmm. Nung when Roy Jones beat John Ruiz for double. WBA belt, so one of the belts, because they were apatul belt. Uh, they were actually booking uh, fantasy fight. Because active was si Tyson, not of course. Mm-hmm. Mike Tyson, Roy Jones, for the world heavyweight championship. For that, I think this WBA. I might be wrong, but uh, our opening line son was uh, two to one favorite si Roy non. Oh, kasi ma- actually, kung nangyari yun, talagang dadaan lang talaga ni Roy Jones sa bilis. Eh. Uh, we, oh. all, we all know na nandun yung power ni Tyson. Pero yung head movement, yung feints ni ano ni Roy Jones from that era, prime prime Roy Jones yun eh. Diba? Parang oh. yun, sa tingin ko, kung nangyari yung fight na yun, sa tingin ko makukuha talaga ni Roy Jones na ibaba pa niya yung, yung braso niya. Kaya, of course, of course. Oh, kasi dadaan talaga siya sa bilis eh. Basically. Ayun. Oh. Oh, Rex, napanood mo ba tong fight na to? Ako, honestly, hindi ko siya napanood kasi one, unlike siguro sa inyo, ako talaga walang kagat sa akin yung <laughs> walang kagat sa akin yung laban eh. Oh. Kasi alam ko talaga hindi siya is not going to be a competitive one more talaga to entertain lang and mm-hmm. para kumita din lang yung, yung dalawang pastor prize boxers eh. Mm-hmm. Ako, honestly, <laughs> ang last memory ko kay Roy Jones yung laban pala ni Joe Calzaghe. O mga ano yun, mm-hmm. over 10 years right. ago. Mm-hmm. So, Kasi, alam, si alam, ko si Joe, alam ko si si Joe Calzaghe undefeated ata eh. And si Roy Jones ata yung um, may chance na at the time pinopromote na siya may chance na makatalo. Mm-hmm. Yun nga, past their prime na din si, ano na, si Roy Jones eh. Mm-hmm. Kaya, kaya din ako walang interest. Kasi uh, alam ko, before yung fight, nabasa ko na parang once na may magkadugo ata, either fighter, i-stop yung laban. And knowing na parang Raynel Hugnatan ng edad ng mga ano, <laughs> mga boxingero na to, hindi malayo na na, na parang ma, ma, masahin lang yung oras ko kasi ba, parang baka unang minute pa lang tapos na kasi may tumugo na. Although, tama ba? Sabi nila, hindi naman daw masyadong ng target sa ulo yung mga fighters doon sa laban mo nun. Wala masyado. Uh, yeah, wala, wala masyado. Wala masyado. Kasi ano, uh, again, going back to kung if we're talking about Lumang Tyson, no? ilang beses he was on the inside, tapos mga four or five or six to the body, pupuruhan niya. Mm-hmm. Pwede niya anuhin sa uh, taas din yun, haluan ng isang sa taas eh, but oh. he chose not to. Eh. <laughs> so, uh, but going back to si sabi ni Rex, si Joe Calzaghe, uh, undefeated Welsh fighter yan, from the no, super, super middleweight then, mm-hmm. no? Uh, so, in the States, nung prime ni Rose, siya, nasa Europe, nagalabot, undefeated din siya. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yun yung money fight uh, at the time. No? Tabat Calzaghe versus Jones. It never happened nung prime ni Jones at, at, until natalo na si Jones and everything. So, nag-money fight si Calzaghe with 
Nung nagtagal si Jones, ang umangat na sa division, middleweight, si Hopkins. So, uh, si B-Hop. So, naglaban eventually si Calzage and si Hopkins. Natalo si Hopkins. And then, pumasok si, ano, pumasok si uh, Roy Jones to fight uh, Calzage. Talo din. But yes, again, over 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 the hill na rin, past his prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yun yung backstory nun at the time. So, they, they, parang, ano, parang Pacquiao Mayweather, but right. worse. Uh-huh. It, got, it got made uh, way too, too late. Mm-hmm. Yung Pacquiao Mayweather, kahit paano competitive sila. Tama. Ito, just way too late talaga. <laughs> Sayawan lang sila dito, naalala. Oo, oh, oh, right, right. <laughs> it, it, na, naalala ko nga yung ano, eh, our, our friend Daryl, shout out to Daryl, yung kaibigan niya si Black Party. Sabi ko, <laughs> no kaya sasabihin ni Black Party dito, like, ah, puro yakapan. <laughs> <laughs> si Black Belt pala, sorry, oh, yeah, si my bad, my bad, si Black oh. Belt. Pero ano, Which is true, which is true. Pero yung isang laban, kung talagang bakbakan yung hinabol natin sa event na to, yung isa, talagang bakbakan. Uh, Jake, oh Jake, God, Paul, yeah. Jake Paul knocking the lights out of uh, Nate Robinson in the second round. So, oh. grabe, ako na, nagulat ako dito eh, kasi, um, so, tatlong beses bumagsak si Nate Robinson. Ang ini nung naparod ko yung laban, dapat after nung pangalawang da, ano, pangalawang bagsak ni ano ni Nate Robinson, uh, he could have ano eh, he could have uh, let it count to 10 na eh, pero umangat pa, 'di ba? Tumayo pa. Uh, showing the testicular fortitude of ano of Nate Robinson. Tapos nung nadali siya ni ano, nung nadali siya ni Jake Paul dun sa third knockout, it was very reminiscent ng ano kung paano bumagsak si Rocky Balboa against Clubber Lang doon sa unang laban nila sa Rocky 3. Ganun na ganun yung pagbagsak ni Nate. Tumalbog yung mukha niya sa kanitas eh. <laughs> Brutal eh. Na, na ano nga ako eh, I felt bad eh. Pero nung napanood ko siya live, ang lakas ng tawa ko eh. Talagang parang America's Funniest Home Videos yung labas eh. Well, eto nga eh. Uh, nag-tweet, si, ano, nag-tweet si Nate Robinson before the fight na yun nga, uh, medyo hinahype niya yung fight tapos uh, nag ano nagreply nag nagreply tweet si Stephen Curry sa kanya na ano nga to na na, na good luck parang ganun tapos sumagot si ano sumagot si Nate Robinson ano oh I'll shock the world tapos nun, <laughs> tapos nung na-knockout nga si ano nung na-knockout si Nate Robinson sumagot pa si Steph Curry na ano uh, he ain't lying at all. So, <laughs> parang sino ba yan pa eh? Baka, baka si Steph Curry yung sunod na hamunin ni Nate Robinson yan. <laughs> oh, well, to be a dog, just a segue then. If you're talking about uh, inter-sports participation, nung isang araw, kakasali lang ni Steph Curry. Uh, Silang dalawa ni, ano, ni Peyton Manning against Charles Barkley and... Uh, Ah, yeah, yung golf. golf. Yung charity golf. Oh, charity golf. It was Manning and Barkley versus... Ah, sorry. Manning and Curry versus Barkley and Mickelson ba? Si Mickelson I ba believe naman? so. I said okay. si Mickelson kasi for the longest... Pambawi. Oh, for the longest... Oh, pambawi kay Barkley kasi diba parang ganun. Kasi as far as I know, okay naman si si, si Curry mag-golf. Si Manning okay, okay lang si naman Barkley. din. Para even out, diba? Medyo ex-pro si... Mikelson, partida niya, 
teammate niya si Barkley. And nanalo sila. Mukhang nagbuhat si Mickelson. Ah, yun lang. Kumbaga, hindi masyadong nagpabigat siya sa nanalo. Well, ano eh? Maganda daw lang ni Barkley. Okay. Pero na, yun yung experience to to Nate Robinson. Of course, medyo amusing naman talaga yung nangyari na everything. Uh, we still have to give it to him for trying to attempt exactly. to box. Kahit exactly. wala siya experience. Mm-hmm. So at least getting in the ring, no? Oh. Uh, of course, oh. you don't want to, to, to see anyone get hurt. But mm-hmm. yun lang siguro yung downside of ng spectacles ng ganito eh. Especially if you don't have an experienced fighter. Kung mm-hmm. ganun na mangyari na tumama ang likod ng ulo tapos knockout cold. Mm-hmm. You don't want to see these things happen. Which is why yung naglaban siya, no? Although of course, fighter din siya. Nung naglaban si McGregor versus Mayweather, uh, nung tinigil yung laban, I don't think it was early on. Kasi baka nung, talaga nasaktan si McGregor nung mm-hmm. guys a professional boxer in a real professional fight. So, exactly. you know, yeah, the professional fighters, they make it look easy. Oh, even getting knocked out. It's so, talaga na masanay kang tamaan sa mukha eh. Para, oh, right. Nate Robinson, kaya niya mag-training two months, pero yung... To get your body ready na to get hit sa, as in sa mukha talaga na, na solid, di ba? Mm-hmm. Parang it, hindi yan makukuha ng, ano, ng ilang months na, ilang weeks oh. na training. Right. Speak- right. Speaking of Mike Tyson nga, di ba? Like he always says, everybody has a plan until yes. someone gets it in the face. Mm-hmm. Oh. At saka ano ah? And slam dunk si Nate sa, ano, eh, sa canvas eh. <laughs> naparad, ko, naparad ko yung meme na yun, tawa ko ng tawa. Pero in fairness to ano ah, in fairness to Nate Robinson, Yung katawan niya, it's actually boxing ready. Yung itsura ng katawan niya nung ano, nung oh, araw ng fight. Ano eh. Uh, well, I won't be surprised kung siya na yung susunod sa yapak ni Kendall Gill. Pero, uh, I think it's a good start for him to uh, to be acclimated to the sport. And at the same time, uh, ayun. Huwag uh, na, itong sport na lang. Mahawa ko eh. Oo. Kapapapilipino natin yan. Oh, 1-8, 1-8, 1-8. Yeah. Okay, pwede mo na. <laughs> And then, to be, to be fair naman to Jake Paul, no, yung naka-knockout sa kanya, mm-hmm. second exhibition fight ito, second knockout na ito. So, it, the guy may be onto something. No? It might not just be Nate Robinson. Baka naman talagang may dynamite sa kamot itong si Jake Paul. Vandra, two for two, Vandra. two knockouts. Eh. Actually, yung, over, yung, ano, yung overhand right niya, Uh, that was ano, ang ganda ng pagkaka ano, ang ganda ng pagkaka-setup niya. Kaya ano to. Uh, I'm not sure if this is the last of what we'll see moving forward. We might see other legends uh, come up with uh, with these uh, events. But um let me ask you this guys. Um when can you say? Kasi tiba itong mga to, mga may edad na eh. Over 50 na nga yung Tyson tsaka Jones Jr, tiba? To think. When can you say that Enough is enough. Rex, uh, I want you to ano, I want I want to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, for, uh, para sa akin, depende sa sport eh. Parang, walang walang one concrete answer to answer yung mm-hmm. when is enough is enough. Kunyari, iba yun sa boxer, iba yung sa say basketball player. Mm-hmm. Boxer, parang edding maging enough yan kahit bata ka pa if yung kunyari yung last fight mo yung talagang bugbog talaga yung ulo mo, di ba? Mm-hmm. Pero when it comes to age, pa, business ng boxing, as long as, ano, nakapag-generate ka pa ng interest and yung sales, yun yung mahirap iwanan ng mga boxers, eh. Sa, sila lang 
sa kanila yung maraming cases na yung naawa ka na lang bakit lumalaban pa, di ba? Pero kasi the money is there, people still are interested na mapanood ka. Mm-hmm. So kahit anong resulta ng laban na in-expect nila, tulad yan, ni Mike Tyson, parang kahit yata 65 yan, may manonood pa rin eh, paglalaban yan. Oh, okay. Mag-draw pa rin ng crowd yan, panigurado. Oh. Pero kung, kung yung when is enough is enough, strictly, dapat pag once you started to lose yung, kunyari, again sa mga no-name na mga fighters, kunyari ito, tinitinan ko yung kay, kasi nga sabi ko kanina, si Roy Jones, ang huli kong alaala sa kanya, si, yung laban pa niya, si Joe Calzage. Oh. And looking doon sa box record niya, yung mga last fights niya, mga hindi, din, asin, parang hardcore fans na lang yata ng boxing yung nakakilala eh. So, once you start losing to those guys, parang yun, kailangan mo na talagang i-accept na uh, other time as defeated you, you have to walk away unless kailangan mo ng pera. Ganyan din si Holyfield, alam ko eh. Parang, mm-hmm. Kaya lang sa ano, di ba? Pera. Oh. Pero kunyari sa basketball, ang inisip ko, kunyari sa local sa PPC, si Kagiwa parang tap years ago, pwede na siyang mag-retire eh. Mm-hmm. Pero since may interest pa yung mga tao na makita siya kahit sa bench, nakikita pa rin value sa leadership niya siguro. Oh. So, parang enough, physically enough na siya, parang pwede na siyang mag-retire. Pero yung in some other way, pwede siya mag-contribute, not just yung interest ng fans, but to groom yung la- younger players. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess yun, nagkaroon siya ng value. Pero on the other uh, hand naman, pwede mong isipin na parang, Pwede mo namang gawin niya nang hindi ka na, di ba, oh, rostered. Kunyari, tama. pwede ka namang tumulong mag-train. Parang, right. So, doon yun sa akin. Parang, pinaka, ang bottom line ko lang, first point, mahirap talagang masabi yung enough is enough. Kasi may personal reasons, may marketing reasons, oh. may team reasons. Kaya, Economic. Oo, oh, maraming reason eh. Di mo, point. Tama. How about you, Yoki? Yes, so um, we talked about this pre-production, diba, before Dumaterex and Attorney. Like, it, it, may, it, may, it might sound very simple for me, pero like I, like I told you, pre-production. For me, if people still want you to go and you want to go, I think you should go. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like we, we were talking about like Vince Carter a while ago, diba? Mm-hmm. Like when it comes to basketball. So like he, re- he just retired, but like for the last three years, people have been saying like, oh, he ha- doesn't have it anymore and all that stuff. But there are teams that are interested in sign, regardless whether it's for basketball reasons, it's for veteran leadership reasons, it, and he still wants to play. So to me, as long as there is a value sa your team, Mm-hmm. Or may nakikitang value sa yung promoter, I guess when it comes to like you know sports like fighting and boxing and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and you feel like kaya pa ng katawan mo as far as far as being prepared, being able to perform at a high level, I think you should be able to go. Mm-hmm. Yun lang ang yun lang ang tingin ko dyan. So when is enough enough? I guess my answer would be if everybody else told you that you don't have it. So, mm-hmm. kung wala nang interest ng mga teams sa'yo regardless of the sport, even though you want to play, then I guess that's enough. Mm-hmm. Kung may interest pa sa'yo, pero every time you're going, your body's breaking down, I guess that should be enough. Pero until then, kung meron pang may gusto sa'yong mag, gusto ka nilang maglaro, gusto ka nila, like what Rex is saying, gusto ka nilang makita, and then kaya pa ng katawan mo, nakakapag-prepare ka pa, kaya mo pa yung mental strain ng sport, I think you should go as long as you could. Yeah, um, I think I want to echo your thoughts, uh, Yoki. Yun nga, parang it's more of relevance, eh, diba? Kung, right. If people will still find you very relevant, 
uh, to the sport right. for your contributions for what can you bring to the sport uh, yeah it's still right. worth it's still worth uh talking on kumbaga yeah like Udonis Haslam, di ba, sa Miami Heat? We, we can, I think we can all agree na I don't think he deserves to play more than five minutes a game in, in a meaningful NBA game anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Pero may nakikitang, may nakikitang value ang Miami sa kanya to the point na they keep signing him on these deals. And to his credit, he feels like he's still ready. He's still showing up in training. You know, he's still in good shape. You know, whether or not he can still be quick enough or still be good enough as far as skill-wise to the modern NBA, we don't know kasi hindi na natin siya nakikita as far as playing. But a team finds value in you and you still want to play, you should. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Exactly my thoughts as well. Kasi yun nga, um, tulad din na sabi ni Rex, para sa akin, ha? kasi kapag sa boxing, iba na kapag yung talagang hindi na kaya ng katawan mo. Eh. Mm-hmm. Tapos, marketability na lang ang habol. Let's think of two fights. Okay. Una, uh, Ali versus Holmes. Kasi uh-huh. si Ali, he was, nasa pawaba na talaga si Muhammad Ali nun. Tapos si Larry Holmes, parang, he's the, oh, he's the new, he's the new, ano eh, he's the new top dog, ba? Tapos, kinawawa lang niya si, ano, kinawawa lang niya si Muhammad Ali dun sa fight na yun. Fast forward to a few years later on, si, ano, same guy, Larry Holmes against Mike Tyson. Kasi, pababaan na, oh, na rin si Larry Holmes nun, di ba? Tapos, mm-hmm. parang, eto, new kid in town, si Mike Tyson, nung time na yun. And talagang, kinawawa lang niya si Larry Holmes nun. Not only did Mike Tyson did that to Larry Holmes, he also did that to another uh, fighter na nasa pababaan na ng career niya. Si Michael, si, ano, si Michael Spinks, di ba? So, ano eh, um, on, on a fighting sport, it's more of marketability na lang eh. Na parang, ay, kailangan ko yung, ano, kailangan ko yung extra, extra budget. Kailangan ko yung extra na pera. That's why, sumasabak pa rin sila dyan. Though, everyone knows, even, uh, even the families, uh, the family members of these uh, fighters, alam na nila na wala nang ibubuga. Pero, pang ano na lang eh, pang pera na lang eh. Diba? Now, now, for, ano, for basketball and other sports, I think, Skill, skills na lang yan. Doon na lang nagkakatalo. Wala nang athleticism, pero yung, yung utak sa laro, nandun pa rin eh. And in general, dito sa Pilipinas, I think, stereotypical na rin yung merong ganyan na setup. Case on point, Robert Jaworski, Asitaw Lava, na... Reynel Hugnatan. Reynel Hugnatan, di ba? Parang kaklase pa niya ata si James Naismith. <laughs> <laughs> Kahit paano, buti nga, nag-retire na sa Alaska ko, di ba? Sanitos. So, yun nga. That's, my, that's exactly my thoughts. I think, uh, parang dito sa atin, sa setup natin dito sa Pilipinas, it's, it's stereotypical na na merong elder statesman na magbubuhat para sa liga. Parang ganun. Na magre-represent ng brand. <laughs> di ba? So, uh, I think, pero I think, uh, typically, it's more of uh, skills over athleticism na lang kapag ganyan. Kasi talagang yung utak sa laro, it always matters pa rin. Eh. Mental game pa rin kasi ang sports, ba? So, that's why they're still staying within the game. And you can say enough it's enough kung wala na yung mental game mo. Kung hindi na kaya ng utak mo. Diba? That's right. Kaya, tapos yung, tapos yung katawan mo, kasi wala na, drop dead na. Kasi, 
hindi ka na pwedeng may pagsabay sa bilis ng mga bata eh, di ba? So, ay na lang tamang gulang tsaka talino lang sa laro. Uh, that's, that's, that's what they bring to the table. How about you, attorney? Uh, just to... Uh, I agree with you naman. And just to, uh, to enhance the discussion. On difference kasi sa individual combat sports like MMA and fighting and team sports is kailangan mong lumaban para kumita sa boxing. Mm-hmm. You need to fight to get that paycheck. Mm-hmm. The team sports, like we said, madang tayo example. Si Donis Haslem, Vince Carter... You can get signed, sit on the bench for the entire year. You're still getting paid, mm-hmm. and your your contributions to the team actually are. Uh, you're a good locker room presence. You're a good coach to the young to the young players. Good influence, ka, mga ganon. Mm-hmm. So that's uh those are two different factors. Kung bakit uh, some players can still play, quote unquote, by being on the bench and con- and contribute to the team, whereas. Mm-hmm. Among fighters, kailangan mo talagang lumaban para oh. kumita. Kung di ka lumaban, wala kang kita. Tama. And of course, I agree. As long as the money's there, oh, why not? Diba? Sino ka naman para tanggihan yung pera? Tabaho eh, mo yun eh. Mm-hmm. If, you need, if you need the money, then continue playing. But of course, ako, ang primary, ang, ang primary, ano yan, ang, ang primary, ano ko dyan, uh, consideration dyan is health. As long as you can keep on doing, doing it without getting hurt. I think that's the most yeah, important. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's yeah. I mean, ka, but let's say, sabihin ng doctor, uh, the guy can still play, but one wrong move, and he, let's say, for extreme reason, one wrong move, he can never walk again. Huwag mo nang isugal yun. I think that's enough. I don't think any amount of money is worth that. Mm-hmm. And speaking of the mental edge, I just want to share, no? So, actually, this this past week, sa Facebook, ang dami share ng pictures namin from last year ng champion kami sa PAF, PA, PAFL, the local American Football League. Right, right. So, ang hey! ab- 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 bilis, one, one year na pala yun. Oh. Thinking back, uh, two years ago, the year before yung nanalo, two years ago, I remember yung mental state ko noon, pagkagising ko ng umaga, we had, usually Saturdays or Sundays, we had the game at around 12, magigising ako. Iisipin ko, pupunta ba ba ako sa game? Parang I had a decision to make. Eh. Uh-huh. And then talking to some, some other teammates, ganun din yung ano, ganun, ganun din state nila. Uh-huh. And then last year, pagkagising ko sa umaga, hindi na ganun eh. I, I really wanted to go to the game. Uh-huh. So that, that that mental state talaga is ano eh. I think that's also paramount. Uh, I think so. I, I get it eh. Well, sometimes you, you wake up and parang, parang ayoko na. Diba? Pero, and, pero sometimes you're waking up, you're very excited, parang nabalik yung passion mo when it comes to uh, playing the game. Uh, yeah. and, so, and so the balance there is, kung kaya pa ng physical capabilities mo, hopefully your mental mental uh, state, kasabay niya na gusto ko maglaro, kaya ko pang maglaro. Mm-hmm. Or sayang naman na ayoko na maglaro, pero yung physical mo kaya mo pa rin, no? Exactly. And of course, the famous inverse, the, the mind is willing, but the body is weak. Gusto pang maglaro, but wala na talaga eh. Physically, hindi na kaya. So, when is enough enough? I agree with you guys. As long as someone's willing to pay, whether it be the team, the fans, promoters, kunin mo yung pera, but make sure you don't get hurt. Exactly. Exactly. Kasi hindi mo rin magagawit yung pera kapag ano eh. Exactly. Pagbaldado. Oh. I, 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 I just want to bring up, like, I, you know, 
we we were talking about Vince Carter. I hope may mga younger listeners na nakikinig sa atin ngayon na realize na how good Vince Carter was kasi you know the last 10 years he's probably known as just like this journeyman old mm-hmm. veteran presence right exactly. pero exactly. he is such a superstar player back in you know like our our time you know the yeah. 2000s like how exciting he is yung mga you know, yeah. so i'm just hoping yung mga listeners natin na mga medyo bata pa like you know this is this is not who Vince Carter was like mm-hmm. if you saw how Vince Carter played like the last 10 20, 20 years ago he's amazing i just I know. you know i don't know i mean i can't help it just lang i-bring up that's a bad flex though pero eto nga eh. i'd like to ask you guys kasi um i'd like to have this like as i like this discussion to serve as a stepping stone to our next few discussions in the next few weeks about the nba kasi we were talking about ano we were talking about uh what um, when is enough enough? Tapos, um, retirement, going to retirement, ganyan, diba? So, I, I, I just want to, you guys to, ano, to think deeper and come up with your list of for, uh, of forgotten stars in the NBA. Kasi we talked about, yeah, we talked about relevance na, diba? So, we discussed relevance kanina. Who do you think deserves to be relevant until now? For the kids. Kasi, Yung mga, ano, no disrespect to the ano, to the younger demographics pero ang ano ang, ang focus talaga ng younger demographics ngayon is uh syempre, number 1 LeBron James you have the Steph uh, the Steph Currys you have the Kevin Durant diba? so how about how about if we uh, turn back the clock come up with your own list of forgotten stars in the NBA okay so ganito gagawin natin guys ha? How about if you come up with three guards, three forwards, and three centers? Okay? Uh, just to clarify, Poma, uh, what, what do we mean by forgotten star? Parang ano, uh, I'll give you a good example. Ah. Sabihin na natin, good example si ano, si Rolando Blackman, o kaya si okay. Adrian Dantley. All-star. Confidence, baby! Confidence! <laughs> right. Uh, all-star level players, uh, became a all NBA players, all NBA player, key player to a championship, ganong classing player. Yeah, right. pero like if you discuss it around, you know, other NBA discussions, uh, they usually don't get brought up. Kasi nga, may mga ibang stars na, na mention, pero we're mm-hmm. completely forgetting how good these players yeah, were. Exactly, exactly, uh, exactly. Okay. What Yoki mentioned. Um, oh. Okay, I'll come up with my. Uh, I'll start first. Huh? Uh, I came up with a list earlier. So, for my guards, I'll start off with uh, The Rock, Mitch Richmond. Kasi, nice! Ano siya, oh, he was so good. He was a cornerstone of the run TMC offense in Golden State and then was a solid, consistent performer in Sacramento. My kayo. God, nasayang yung karir niya sa Sacramento, no? Sobra, sobra. Kasi sobrang galing talaga niya eh. Eh, kaso nga lang, ang, nung nasa Sacramento na siya, pinagbuhat na siya ng team. Which is, I think, it carried a lot of burden sa kanya. Na, oo, nandun yung, nandun yung consistency niya sa game. Pero, he can do it alone. Eh, well, basketball. Yeah, he needed help yeah. with that Sacramento team. He yeah. really did. Tsaka ano ah, uh, also to mention, he was also a former All-Star MVP from 
94, if I'm not mistaken. Ah, 1995, sorry. 1995, kasi 94 All-Star MVP si Scotty Pippen. So, that's my first uh, first uh, selection for uh, for the guard position. Next, Remember, uh, sabi ni... I'm sorry to cut, I, I'm sorry to cut yeah. you in, Pum, pero remember, sabi ni Michael Jordan when he was asked who was the toughest oh, yeah. guy to guard for you. It's Mitch Richmond. Exactly, exactly. Nung naging player ko nga to sa draft challenge natin dati, yun lang ang selling point ko sa kanya eh. Kasi, Shout out to the draft challenge. Oh, <laughs> Jordan. Oh, ko. Kasi, ano mo yun? Getting the not the vote of confidence from the goat? Ano na eh? Parang all bets are off na eh. Yun lang, right. yun lang ang kailangan kong sabihin eh. Diba? Uh, yeah, yeah, we're talking about an all-time defender, a defensive player of the year winner. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, my next, ano, my next, uh, my next uh, backward player. Ito, paborito din ni Rex to, eh. <laughs> 1986, most improved player. From the, uh, actually, mas sumikat siya nung nasa Spurs siya. So, uh, I'm, I'm taking Alvin Robertson. Yes. So, si Alvin Robertson, he can, he's a great two-way player. Pero, mas na-highlight yung ano niya. Na-highlight yung career niya sa, sa depensa niya. He actually, mm, he, ano eh, parang he actually made 300 steals in a season which hanggang ngayon wala pa nakaka ano, walang current player ngayon na umaabot sa ganung level. <laughs> so politician siguro kaya pero player hindi. <laughs> oh, pero ano to uh, pero yun nga uh, he was a good player however um, he was let's say let's just put it at this na ano he was uh, around with uh, with not so good people and ayan tinimo ngayon nasa nasa kulungan so so ano so yun nga good player however yun nga bad ano uh, bad post career ano moment but then again i'm talking about a winner right here in alvin robertson and to cap off my guards syempre i can i, I need to get a homer pick for my celtics so i'm picking uh, Hondo, John Havlicek. So, nice. Ang hindi alam ng ang hindi alam ng lahat ah, with uh, with Hondo is si Hondo kasi ano siya eh um, two-way player tapos before basketball he was actually a wide receiver. So pagdating uh-huh. pagdating sa basketball conditioning walang makatalo sa kanya. Walang nakakasabay sa kanya. Kasi he can actually run the floor all 94 feet of them uh, nang walang kapaguran. And at the same time, uh, decent defense. Tapos yung jumper niya, Oh, no. More than decent, Pong. Oh. Like, all-NBA all level defense. He was an eight-time all-NBA selection. Take note of that. So, <laughs> and he had eight championships with the Celtics. And, ano ah, uh, ang isa pang, ano, ang isa pang kailangan matake note para kay John Havlicek was his shooting. Kasi, He's a clutch shooter, number one. Number two, kung may three points dati, he can actually shoot th- the three ball lights out. So, ano to? Uh, I think he deserves a lot of uh, a lot of respect and relevance to the game kahit ngayon. Yeah, so, no, and like, remember when, you know, like younger NBA fans are talking about like, oh, LeBron James can do it all. And then people, you know, somewhat older people will say, yeah, you know, but Grant Hill did that first. Yeah, people, Talk about forgotten stars. Before all these point forward stuff, John Havlicek did it all. Exactly. He was like, you know, I mean, he plays guard, but like 
the, at the late stages of his career, he played as a small forward. He was quintessentially the very first point forward because he really was doing it all. You know, he was passing, he was rebounding, he was running the floor, he was scoring. He's a point, you know, in a way, he's making plays for his other team, even though he's not a point guard. So before all the whole Scotty Pantil, Luka Doncic, LeBron James point forward stuff, it was Havlicek. Havlicek sort of pioneered it, and you know, and, unless you're unless you're really digging deep into the history of the game, you you really won't you really won't remember that. Yeah, and. Uh... Yoki, how about your three? Your your three backcourt players for guards, right? For guards. So, basically, it's two now. Because nas nasa list ko rin si Richmond, and we both agree it's just how much of a superstar score is, right? So, I I want to put in Sidney Moncrief here, Sid the Squid. Yeah. Um. Okay. So you and Bay heads, correct me if I'm wrong, but there are two guards who won Defensive Player of the Year, right? Or is it two or is it three? Uh. So what? It's, so see, MJ, no '88. Right. We have we had Gary Payton, no '96. Okay. So there's then I guess there's three. So yeah. Sidney Moncrief. He did it back to back, I think. And back to he did it back to back. Like yeah. you know, people seem to forget how good this player is. Like you know, during those during those Bucks days, uh-huh. uh, yung yung five straight All Star appearances niya na talagang he was he was scoring, he was defending at an elite level. Like he's learning how to become a point guard at that point. Because he starts as a shooting guard, right? Mm-hmm. Then eventually he learned how to become a point guard and a playmaker. It's just he he never he's. His name never comes up when it comes to like one of the top guards in the NBA his in NBA history. Kapag napapag-usapan, it would never come up. But then if someone says it, like, oh yeah, that's right, we totally forgot how good he is, mm-hmm. you know. And then the other guard for me is Mark Price. Mm-hmm. Nice, Mark Price. Mm-hmm. You know, like shoot, you know, shooting. It's just you know, I can't really say anything else. Like an elite shooter, like you, know, very efficient on the floor, very good. Like, you know, basically, you know, yung Cavs team na yun in like the early 90s was actually really, really good. I'm surprised they didn't really have a, like a very deep run. Splitting the double, di ba? Right, yeah. No, yeah, that's his move. Like, you know, you know they, they had some good players there and he was kind of probably the best player of that team. So, and again, another another guard where like, you know, people would list the top 20 guards. They're, they'll basically say like, yeah, Jordan, you know, coming down pero laging nakakalimutan pero once you bring it up it's like oh that's right Mark Price I mm-hmm. really remember I forgot how good he was right. so those are my three inagaw mo si Mitch Richmond sa akin eh. so I I have names pero I wasn't really prepared to sort of like have a something to say with them okay. so I'll just say we agree on Mitch uh, how about you attorney oh, guards don't die no guards muna Yes, sir. So, una, uh, mm-hmm. I'll go with uh, Mo Cheeks. Oh, nice. Nice. Yes. Because yes. oh. yeah. oh. uh, before Allen Iverson, of course, we can't deny Hall of Famer Allen Iverson. Pag sinabi mong Sixers, top of your mind, the guard would be Maurice Cheeks. No? Yeah, Mo Cheeks. So, I think three or four time All Star, tapos all defensive team, NBA champion then. So, uh mm-hmm. forgotten na siya because most people will know him as a coach now. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but uh, back in the day, no early 80s, late 70s, 
one of the driving forces siya sa Sixers teams with Dr. Jade and later on Moses yes. Moses Malone and uh, Andrew Tony diba? yes. so uh, si Mo Cheeks would be my first guard second siguro I'm not sure actually kung guard siya but and kung exactly forgotten siya but uh, siguro I, I, I'd, I'd say Glenn Rice. Oh, Glenn Rice, yeah. Actually, Glenn Rice, we no? Received, we received a lot of responses dun sa post natin sa Facebook. Marami nagsama ng Glenn Rice. He can actually uh, play 2-3. I think counted as a guard. Oh. Uh, because actually, uh, in, in, in some ways, si Glenn Rice, sumikat talaga siya, Hornets na siya. Mm-hmm. But he started with the Heat where he was also very good and Eventually, naging All-Star MVP pa ata yun eh. Di ba? One of the first yeah. uh, NBA players na to utilize the three-point shot as a part of his main arsenal. Exactly. So, right. And of course, naging contributor yan sa Lakers. Eventually, no, medyo matanda na siya. Mm-hmm. But during his time with uh, Miami and then Charlotte, si Glenn Rice, ibang klase mm-hmm. niyo. At saka ano ah, umalis si Glenn Rice sa Miami when he moved to Charlotte. Uh, he was actually the all-time leading scorer ng Heat noon time na yun. Oh, kasi expansion team. Parang siya yung first franchise player nila. Exactly. Exactly. Siya, siya, siya ang alam ko na unang pick ng ano ng Miami Heat noong 1989. Oh. Kasi he was coming off the championship sa Michigan. And then, syempre, being a champion uh, player on a championship team sa NC, medyo naging good selling point sa kanya. Kaya medyo gumanda yung stock niya noong time na yun. So, right. Oh. And yung yung last na no, forgotten guard ko siguro. Uh, aside from Glenn Rice, BC Michael Red. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. So, uh, although very relatively very short span naman yung peak niya. Mm-hmm. But still at the time, siya yung nagdadala sa Bucks noon eh after umalis si Ray Allen. Mm-hmm. Nagano nag uh, Team USA. I don't, I don't want to call them the dream team, no? but uh, <laughs> na, Team USA pa siya noon. 2008. 2008. He, he earned this spot. And shooter again. Shoot, one, one of the early players na shooter. Tapos kalawete pa ata ito. No? Left, lefty din ito. Yeah. Oh. So ito si, si Michael Red. Very, if you want, if the younger listeners want a modern comparison, mala Clay Thompson to. Pag-uminit talaga, mainit talaga. Catch and shoot eh, diba? Parang... Mm. And a bit more versatile na off the dribble, kaya, kaya din niya. But uh, itong si Michael Red. Tama, naalala ko yung box lineup nila. Silang dal- Dalawa sila ng Desmond Mason nun, diba? Noong time na yun. Oh, nag-aabot sila ni Mason, yes. Oh. Napaka-ano nung shooting form ni Michael Red, no? It's very fascinating to watch. Kasi parang may hitch, pero it looks like a trebuchet every time he shoots it. Oh, pang katapult eh. Super quick is niya. Talagang, oof. I agree. Smooth pa ng mga pasok ng trash. <laughs> eh, ik- ikaw, Rex. <laughs> Rex, how about your... Oh, oh. Uh, guards ko. Ito, unahin ko na... Nagkapareho kami ni Pom sa guard eh, si Alvin Robertson. Kasi bata ako to, doon nga sa draft challenge natin. Alvin Robertson. So, Dalawang beses may ata siya kinuha eh, di ba? Ha? Dalawang beses may ata siya kinuha. <laughs> Alam ko, dalawang beses ko sila nakuha ni... Ah, sana pag-tag team ko sila ni Mookie Blaylock. Although oh. si Blaylock pala sa list ko. 
Pero, para dagdagan lang yung sinabi ni Pom kay Robertson, ito talaga man of steel. Uh, hindi lang dahil after ng retirement niya, humihima siya ng bakal. Pero, ito yung career numbers niya. First all-time siya uh, in steals percentage. And first all-time siya in uh, steals per game. Mm-hmm. 2.7. So, ang, ang bulk nun yung late mid to late 80s yung sunod-sunod na number one siya ng assist ng steals per game eh. May offense din siya. Although hindi pa nga uso nun yung tres eh kaya wala siyang range pero oh. yung defense na nabibigay niya sa backcourt di ba? Pag kunyari yung kalaban mo MJ. Matik na yung role ni Alvin Robertson na assignment niya. He's always the best scorer ng kalaban which is yung mga guards and forwards. Mm-hmm. So, yung una kong siya yung nasa una kong listahan. And then yung second, ito ang most recent, uh, Deron Williams. Uh, I guess yung mga yeah. tao, di ba, parang, di ba, naalala nyo dati ang debate, one of the top debates nung time ng mga 2000s, sinong mas gusto mong point guard, CP3 or si Deron, di ba? Yeah. Oh. Ako, more on right. ako eh, more on Deron Williams. Although, alam ko, mas magaling na, na as a point guard talaga si CP3. Pero mas gusto ko yung mga galaw ni ano eh. <laughs> iba yung flare eh. Iba yung flare so, ng galaw ni Darren Williams eh. Ako, kunyari, manghang-mga ako sa mga crossover ni na AI. Alam ko naman, di ko kayang gawin talaga yon Pero yung crossover ni, ano, Darren Williams, hindi siya ganun kasing bilis tulad nung ki AI, kunyari. Pero yung efe- effective siya eh. Talagang nasishake niya yung defender eh. Yung style of play niya, gustong-gusto ko talaga. Yung, may, may something different sa crossover niya. Tapos malaki pa siyang point guard na okay. ano, oh. yung parang uh, hindi niya kayang buhatin yung katawa niya pag cross-over, tapos bibit-bit papunta sa rim, di ba? Pero nagagawa niya, hindi was a leader nung parang post-malone uh, uh, takto na jazz. Parang siya yung nag-bridge sa, sa era ng ano na yun, ng exactly. Utah. Sila ni Boozer yun, di ba? Oo. Oh. Oh. Nag-away siya ni Sloan, kaya siya nawala. Oo, siya rin, yun, oh, siya rin yung nag-cost ng end nung era ng ano. Hindi <laughs> ko talaga. Tama. Pero okay. Last kong guard. Okay naman sila ni Sloan bago mamatay si Jerry Sloan. Oo, oh, buti na lang, di ba? At least, oh. uh, nasettle nila yung differences nila. And ito, more on style pa din. And I think tayo, maalala natin ito. Ewan ko lang sa younger fans. Steve Francis, di ba? Oh. Yes, of course. Stevie Franchise. Oo. Oh, ito yung mga players na sana ngayon siya sumikat, di ba? <laughs> style. Um, siya yung poor, parang tingin ko minsan poor man's Allen Iverson si Steve Francis eh, kasi inefficient, di ba? Pero yung style niya, ang kasama niya si Yao Ming. Now, now minsan na, na ano lang siya, na-overshadow din ni Yao Ming. Pero Steve Francis, when you think of the 2000s, mga streetball na mga players, mm-hmm. Steve Francis eh. Yung, tsaka yung dunks niya, di ba? Sorry na dumang kasi maliit lang. Oh. Yeah, so kung hindi na kung hindi wala si Carter nung slam dunk contest 2000, di ba? Alamang si AI ay si Steve Francis yung nanalo kasi kumakalimutan yung double clutch niya na ano eh. Uh, back to the rim na dunk. Yeah, yeah. Reverse double clutch. Malas nga lang na si Carter. Iba yung difficulty eh. Uh, naging forgotten lang nga lang yung dunk. Oh. With good reason right. naman. But magaganda din yung dunk ni, ano, ni Francis. No? Ah, oo. At saka yung, ano, yung talagang 
ano eh, uh, I think, mako-compare ko yung ano niya ngayon. Yung flare, may pagkakairi ng konti. Pero ito, mas agresibo to sa ilalim. Mas agresibo to sumaksak. Tapos, um, gusto ko yung mga galaw niya. Tama, that era, early 2000s, street ball eh. Kapag ganun yung point guard mo, ano eh, may dating eh, tiba? I like waiting to happen si Steve Francis eh. Tsaka kung, kung dati po may short shorts era, yung early 2000s, yun yung ano, baggy, baggy shorts era. Palda shorts. Oh. Oo, sila ni Marbury, di ba? Parang kilt eh, no? Parang Scottish kilt. Naalala ko dito yung ano eh, yung media day shorts ni TJ Ford nung rookie siya. Oo, naisip ko nga din. Kumot yun eh, kumot. Yung ano, yung may, may picture nun eh, yung media day shorts ni TJ Ford. He was actually a good rookie out of Texas. Barring injuries, okay sana career niya eh. Ewan uh, ko kung kaninong shorts yung hiniram niya, pero from some big man dun sa lineup nila. <laughs> Sinuot niya para sa media day shoot. Hanggang niya. ankles yung short niya eh, no? Tapos oh. baggy, parang... <laughs> Ay nako. Awesome draft niya eh. Right. Okay. From the backward, we head to the forwards. Okay? Um, okay, start na ako. Kasi naka-complete round na tayo eh. So, for the forwards, I'll start off with Alex English. Um, Oof. Ano to eh? Uh, multiple Good choice. Uh, multiple all-star nung 80s. Tsaka kapag sinayang mong scoring machine, eto yun eh. <laughs> Alex English. Parang, ano siya eh? Alam ko nag-28, 29 points per game to sa isang season. Naging scoring champ siya, alam ko, once eh. Sa 1985 yata season. And then, literally siya yung ano eh. Siya yung isa sa mga early cornerstones ng Denver Nuggets noong time na yun. Uh, coached by Doug Moe, <laughs> one of the funniest coaches in NBA history. <laughs> and ano eh, um, pag, ano, kung naglaro siya nito sa era na to, nako, parang masasapawan niya si Curry, si Clay Thompson, yung mga yan. Kasi dati, kami three points na yan on a consistent basis. Tapos, he always finds his, ano, his ways to, to score the basket. Which is, ano, nung time na yon hindi mo makikita sa lahat ng mga players na yun dati. Kasi dati, ano eh, talagang, ano to, banggaan ng laro dati. Pero to, pag kailangan mo ng reliable, steady shooter sa labas, that's your go-to guy right there. Si Alex English. And then, um, second in my list will be, of course, Bernard King. So, yung ano, yung kasikatan ng sick, ng, ng Knicks rather, nung time na yon that was, that was because of Bernard King no 80s. Hindi si Patrick Ewing. Kundi lang na injured ng tuluyan si Bernard King. Ay nako. Uh, I think, uh, he could have won. bumubuhat sa Knicks noon in the 80s eh, by himself. I think he could have won a championship, but not with the Knicks though. <laughs> so, ano, that's my second choice. Tapos yung third choice ko, since nabanggit na ni attorney yung ano si Emo Chicks, I'll go with this uh-huh. ano, I'll go with the uh, sixth man nung team nila nung 80s na Sixers. I'm going with Bobby Jones. Oh, you took someone from my list again. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> eh, si Bobby Jones kasi ano eh, uh, He was niyo. so awesome, yeah. Two-way player. Tapos he has length. Ano eh? 
parang Swiss Army knife in laro niya. He can he can ano, complete game in nagagawa niya. And yeah, no. We we talked about this pre-production, diba? Like mm-hmm. sabi ko nga I think Bobby Jones can play in this era and he will earn a max contract in this era because of all the things that he was doing. Oh. Like he can do everything. You talk if you want to talk about like a big who can protect the rim and all the pick and roll, he can do that. Mm-hmm. He hustles. He has a decent to good jump shot, which I think if he's playing in the three point era, he would have stretched it to a three point era. Mm-hmm. And he's you know he, he's no nonsense. Talagang hindi siya not gonna give in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's gonna he's like he, he will be a defensive player of the year. Very you know like to give you fourteen points a game, stretch the floor. Like he he'll be a max contract guy in this era. Saka, ane, uh, aside from Andrew Tony, he was my favorite sixer. <laughs> time na yun. So, ano, uh, and he's an all-time player in my book. Talagang his game never gets ano, irrelevant. Hanggang, kahit palaroin mo siya ngayon, sabi mo nga, ba? He can, he can play in today's game. Yeah, because, yeah, and then the good thing about his game is, is you don't really need to give him, you know, he's a, he can score, not necessarily like as a main scorer, but if you want him to, he can score. But mm-hmm. he's one of those guys where like any era you can fit him, you can fit him in in any, in any era and any kind of style of play. I say he can do a lot of things, especially elite defensively. It's something you just, something you just alluded to, like, you know, you can never have enough bigs who can defend you know on the switch defend on the perimeter and can rebound and protect the rim he has it all like talagang it's it's actually kind of a crime to be honest how so underrated bobby jones is mm-hmm. right it's it's crazy that a lot of people are forgetting how really good this guy is and maybe because he's not you know he's not he's not flashy he's not like a 20 point scorer but like any team would any gm would tell you you know if you can recreate bobby jones they would want one of those guys mm-hmm. how about you yogi who's your uh three forward well again inago na naman sa list ko so <laughs> although meron this time my this time my backup ako dun sa forwards oh. list so pero first i'll go with you know like i mentioned <laughs> Sid- I, I mentioned sydney moncrief before i will go with his teammate marquise johnson Nice. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, in 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 an era where you know, eighties, everybody was like all skill and stuff. Marquis Johnson got it through hard work and just like mm-hmm. sheer determination, right? Like, in, he's not really the most skilled player. I mean, I'm not saying he isn't, but he's not really one of the most skilled players in the eighties. Pero talagang you know, he plays. You know, yung tinatawag nating bully ball, di ba? For a forward, talagang that sa saga sa ang kalang niya, he will take it. He will right. take it to the. He, he will take it to the rim. You know, he will run the floor. He will, you know, he will be physical. And then he got he 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 got through like a decent NBA career just doing that. He didn't rely on like elite skill. Talagang you know, I, I was actually thinking how that Bucks team didn't really get anywhere. You know, like Celtics. With, <laughs> Yeah, and I guess you're right. But still, diba? Still, diba? Like they have Moncrief, they have Marquise Johnson, they have, you know, favorite player din ni Rex to, si Bob Lanier. That was a good Bucks team. But yeah, I guess the Celtics were just way too much. Uh, they only and then had, they only had one chance. Almost. No 1987 because they took the distance uh, nung Eastern Conference semifinals nung season na yon. So... 
uh, ano na lang eh, parang Celtic Mystic na lang yung nagpanalo sa kan- sa Celtic right. noon eh nung season na yun. And for that year, Kevin McHale was playing with a broken foot. So, milagro na lang talaga nangyari yun. So, no, the, hindi pa rin sila naka-hump na over the hump, right. no? That's exactly. crazy. But that was such a very good, you know, that was such a very good team na nag-underachieve, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and then for, for my other forward is Rick Barry. Okay. That's interesting. <laughs> well, okay. No, I know. Like, I know. Here's what I mean by a forgotten uh-huh. star. If you say who are the top five small forwards of all time, people would go LeBron James, mm-hmm. you know, maybe Larry Bird. Um, uh-huh. Who am I missing here? Uh, I'm I'm blanking, but it was never they were they're never gonna mention Rick Barry as like a mm-hmm. top five forward, but he <laughs> should be mm-hmm. because he's you know I mean I'm lost for words. All I can say is Rick Barry's fucking elite man, like mm-hmm. shooting. You know he's very efficient. He was a great playmaker for you know for his position, he, MVP, right? Mm-hmm. You know, w- multiple time All NBA All NBA guy. At yeah. some point, he was averaging like thirty four, thirty five a game. Mm-hmm. You know, in his heyday, you know he's not like a forgotten, forgotten star. Mm-hmm. Like everybody knows how good he is. But I just think he's still very underrated when it comes mm-hmm. to like ranking small forwards or, you know, um, players in general. Like nabanggit mo ay draft challenge natin. I remember the first draft challenge. He was picked in the eighth round. Man. <laughs> I can't. Hindi ko alam kung sino yung pumili sa kanya pero to, you know it, it, it was a 10 team it was a 10 team fantasy you know like draft challenge league and you pick Rick Barry in the 8th round like how do you right. do that like Rick, you can build a team around a championship team around Rick Barry so in in a way he's he's not really totally forgotten pero there it, there's still a little bit of like a hesitation as far as like people considering him as one of the best not just small forwards, but forwards of all you know of all time. And then, yung Lasco si Tom Chambers. He's just entertaining to watch. <laughs> he, he was just you know like yung, yung three years stint niya from eighty nine to ninety one where he blossomed into like a superstar. Like it was just so fun. Mm-hmm. You know, like I still this, remember this... that dunk over uh, Mark Jackson. So yeah, but you, but that's yung yeah, yung point known is everybody remembers him from that dunk but what people don't remember is a very skilled forward he uh-huh. can shoot right you know people people think like he's just like a forward na, oh he's very athletic but no he has a lot more like he's shooting right. fadeaway threes in the 80s man yeah. <laughs> Actually, mas you know? first, so, yeah. for me mas magaling yung sonic sa tom chambers compared to the one in phoenix Kasi... oh yeah yeah oh parang complete halos complete team na yung ano na yun eh yung Sonics team na yun eh he was actually partnering with Xavier McDaniel diba so um that was McDaniel's prime nung nung era na yun and mm-hmm. I, I i think uh ano uh into and ano uh in hindrance parang Tom Chambers it, he's really one of those forgotten stars uh, of this yeah silang dalawa ni yeah. silang dalawa ni Jack Sekma ang ano noon mm-hmm um forward center combo nun. and uh, that, that was a very good combo during the you know the early 80s of the sonic stuff so yeah you know those are my forwards mm-hmm. how about you attorney oh no okay so keeping in line with uh see si mo cheeks na more popularly known coach rather than a player right 
of course, uh, very beloved sa Houston Rockets to, si Rudy T. Rudy Tonfanovic. Yes. He's actually uh, a four-time, four or five-time All-Star for the Rockets. Uh-huh. Before na Kermit Washington siya sa muka. Oo, oh, tama. times. <laughs> na Kermit. <laughs> and uh, right now, I, I, st- I still think he's the best forward uh, the Rockets ever had. Kasi all other positions may mag fill up with the King, Harden, everyone. Pero when you talk about the power forward position, mohang si Rudy T na talaga. So he's the first. Second, keeping in line with yung si Glenn Rice, isang contemporary niya, mm-hmm. I'll bring up as a forgotten star si Larry Johnson. Oh, oh Grandmama, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, because he, he was uh, very, very good with the Charlotte. No? Mm-hmm. But um, for me, one thing which puts him a level above is his Knicks run. Nung umabot siya ng finals during 99 as the 8th seed. Right. Siya nagbuhat nun eh. Mm-hmm. With, with Alan Houston, na-injure si, si, na-injure si Ewing early on, but still as an 8th seed with Sprewell and Houston and Johnson, umabot siya ng finals. Mm-hmm. Of course, dinurong siya ng Spurs, but still, that shows his capability. Mm-hmm. And of course, to round it out, another contemporary, another former Charlotte Hornet. See, he was pretty much solid mm-hmm. his whole career. Tapos I think nag all-star siya once or twice. Eh. See, Jamal Mashburn. Oh, nice. Mash. Monster Mash. Nagsimula Triple J's with Kid and Jim John sa Dallas. Made oh. his way to, to Miami to play with... Uh, Morning and then Hardaway against Jordan, Charlotte pa. And eventually, he, for, through his perseverance, nag, uh, one-time all-star siya. Oh, He's a very yeah. solid uh, player, very... Kumbaka, kung tutusin mo, medyo undersized na rin as a power forward, but he was... Siya yung start ng transitioning of the power forward to the outside. Eh. Mm-hmm. Parang pumapaya sila, umahaba, may shooting sila. He was one of the first forwards to actually incorporate shooting in this game. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. And Rex, how about your three forwards? Forwards ko, start ko lang sabihin na naunahan din ako kay Alex English. <laughs> Sorry. Pero, uh, para lang makasingin, sinulat ko pati, Alex English, parang 25,000 points ata siya. Pero, gusto ko siya i-compare kay Yuki siguro mas ayun ko, mag-agree ka. Parang siyang si Jim Tomey. Parang, he had all the home runs, di ba si Tomey? 600 home runs siya. Yes, yes. So, parang walang nakakaalala sa kanya. Ito si Alex English. 25,000 points. Pero parang, hindi siya masyadong nakaalala ng... Na-bury, na-bury siya kasi. Na-bury kasi si Alex English kasi that was an era where like, you know, we're talking about... Magic Johnson and Larry Bird and you know like and then eventually Michael Jordan emerged. Pero yeah, he goes to work every game. Oh, oyon kipom na yon. Pero yung isa ko, yung second ko, ah, ito. Guru personal pick ko to kasi gusto ko lang talaga din siya na player. Maga nagretire. Ah, Kit Van Horn. Ah, 30 yes. years old pa lang nag-retire na pero how I wish na sana ngayon siya naglalaro kasi 
extend power forward you can stretch the floor talagang yung shooting niya ang laking value din sa nets eh mm-hmm. that time parang isa siya sa mga oh, yung ah, hindi naman kaya ng nets talunin talaga yung Lakers na siya eh. pero the way he could stretch the floor parang siya yung may parang chance na makatalo dun sa kung ano man yung ginagawa ng Lakers nun mm-hmm. yeah. Jason Kidd as the ano, playmaker uh, I'm beses siya nag, nag-all-star ba si Kit Van Horn? Hindi, hindi siya naging all-star. And, and, and nga, kaya madali siya nakakalimutan kasi oh. 30 years old pa lang siya, nag-retire na. Siguro, uh, tourist na din. And yung isa kong forward, uh, ito recent din, Danny Granger, uh, of course, injuries. Yeah. Kaya, ayun, hindi na din siya masyadong naalala. Today, pag napag-uusapan, pero pag na-ping up mo siya sa usapan, oh yes, oo oh, nga, si Danny Granger, meron siyang parang two years span na parang all-star level eh. Uh, Two-way player pa, nagkaroon, yeah. Before nagkaroon ng Paul George na boom sa Pacers, si Danny Granger yung uh, the face of the franchise. And kung di lang siya din nadali ng mga injuries, hindi uh, ko alam kung nagkaroon ng time si Paul George na sumita uh, tulad nung nagawa niya sa Pacers. Yung top 3 ko ayo. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Rex, w- walang ano, walang Mark Aguirre nung Mavs time. <laughs> eh, wala. Isip <laughs> ko nga din dagdag pero doon out. Sige, panoorin yung nalagay ko, nagdalas pa din naman to eh. <laughs> walang 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 lari nan sa iyo, Rex. <laughs> okay, uh for centers naman ah. So eto para sa akin, I'll start off. Uh, first pick ko. Nakawan na naman ako, naramdaman ko eh. Hindi. Na, ako rin eh. <laughs> o, ito, para hindi magkaroon na nakawan, ipapipiliin ko. I'll choose on the fly. Okay? So, una ko, si ano, uh, the late Wes Unseld. Ayan. Ano yan? Mm. Benji Paras yan. Rookie MVP yan. And then, right. Ano? Um, well, ano eh? Unders- siyang isa sa mga unang undersized na centers na ng NBA. Pero, he can keep up with the ano with the Kareem's we can keep up with uh with the other tall players nung era niya. Kaya for the young listeners right there, West Ansel is only 6 foot 7. Yeah. Tsaka ano ah, tsaka ano to, siya, siya na yung cornerstone ng ano eh, ng Washington franchise nung time na yun, eh, nung nung kalakasan niya. Eh. He actually brought uh the Wizards/Bullets uh, a championship nung 1978 against uh against a Jerry Wilkins led uh, SuperSonics. So, that's my first choice. My second choice will be ito malamang maagawan ko si Yoki dito. Pero sorry. Uh, I'm going with Jack Sigma. So oh. <laughs> I can't I can't blame you. I uh, can't blame you. Jack Sigma very uh, for a big man, ah, sobrang suwabe na shooter. I mean, of all of all centers ang, ang alam ko hanggang ngayon siya parang may highest percentage eh. Kaya ano, uh, ano siya, good defender and at the same time, ano eh, uh, he uses his ano, he uses his uh, uh, his height uh, to get more ano, to get more free throws kasi panaypasabit eh. So not only that, uh, dependable sa perimeter, can shoot, can take the jumper. Pero ano, uh, overall, ang mas ma-highlight ko sa kanya is yung 
efficiency niya as a big man uh, sa ano sa sa ano sa sa floor kasi he can actually take the two mga kapag naglaro siya sa ano ngayon sa sa NBA ngayon malay mo magi-stretch big talaga siya diba yeah i think he can stretch yeah like if he if he if he started shooting threes i think cuz he has the nasa kanya yung shooting form eh but fluid fluid yung shooting motion niya eh. mm-hmm. so if he wanted to stretch it i think he can stretch it right and yung sentro ko uh, will be ano uh, prime roy hibbert kasi ano eh oh uh, yeah that's right sobrang ano defensive machine siya uh, i actually had him once on my uh, fantasy team dati parang 2 to 3 blocks in a game sobrang steady Hindi yeah, tsaka yung rule of verticality sa kanya oh, nagumpisa. Exactly. Kaya, hindi lang talaga nasira yung karina dahil sa kakampi niya. <laughs> hindi ko napapakalala. Kaming niya dun sa series. Parang siya yung mas, problem, siya yung mas pinoproblema ng Miami nun kaysa kay, ano eh. Exactly. Kay, kay Paul George. Yeah. Paul George. Tama. <laughs> Kasi nga, well, hindi naman makaka- mo masasabayan ni Birdman yan dati si, ano, si Roy Herbert eh. Kaya... Herbert Bautista. That's my three right there. See uh, Jack Sigma, Roy Hibbert, and uh, Wes Unseld. How about you, Yoki? Your so you, other three, yeah. In inago mo si Jack Sigma, but fortunately, wala si Daryl dito because this guy is on his list. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking it from him. Sorry, buddy. Mm-hmm. Brad Doherty. Yun talagang forgotten. You know, like I, I will bet you there are gonna be NBA fans that would don't even know who he is right now. Pero, right. you know, in in an era where like you know, like there's a lot of top centers in the '90s, like you know Patrick Ewing, David Robinson, Akeem Olajuwon, you know all that stuff. He was right there. Mm-hmm. You know, he was doing the things that those centers were doing, like two-way player, double-double, like post presence, and he can shoot. So actually, a perfect center for this era as well. Mm-hmm. And then since. Since inago mo si Jack, si, inago mo si Jack Sigma, I'm gonna replace him with Alonzo Mourning. Mm-hmm. Another one where like we know how elite he is, we know how good he is, especially defensively. Pero for some reason, talagang na nakakalimutan lang na mga tao as far as like you know, oh yeah, that's right, it's Alonzo Mourning. Like I remember, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he, he should be one of the top centers in history. So I I don't know what's happening. And then I think. I hope attorney's gonna like my last choice here. The other one's Ralph Sampson. Mm-hmm. I know injuries injuries killed his career, pero like elite, just elite in every way. Yeah, you know, like you know, I I remember you winning shot against. Is it against? Yep. Correct me if I'm wrong, attorney. Is it against the, the Lakers, right? Yung, yung the Lakers. Nakatalikod na tip in. Ali from the inbound yon. Yes, yeah. I I was actually I'm I'm still trying to think through in my head kung naging kung healthy lang talaga si Samson yung run na yun in the late 80s with him and Hakim Olajuwon together like how, I don't know how. I mean, you can make the case na without him it probably paved the way for Hakim to blossom into who he is. Pero I think they can work together. Mm-hmm. And they showed, right? Cuz they yeah. reached the finals together, right? So imagine kung healthy si Ralph Samson and then budding superstar pa si Hakim in an era where bigs are 
you know, bigs are, that's how you build a team, right? You build from the middle, you build from the inside. They probably would have won, they probably would have stolen championships from the Lakers, the Celtics, and the Pistons kung healthy lang talaga si Ram Samson. Right. Yeah, and, okay, and attorney, your, uh, your big men sa, sa forgotten squad mo. Well, to, to be transparent, si, Morning na sulit ko yun, so naagaw sa akin yun. But, uh, <laughs> but so moving on, so down my list, no? Uh, people say that when you say big men, all the all the best big men in the mm-hmm. Lakers legacy daw yun, no? Right. I disagree because, and probably because they're forgotten stars, I actually think that's the use of athletes, no? Everyone knows Dwight Howard, Yao Ming, and of oh. course, Hakeem. Mm-hmm. But before uh, that... But before that, <laughs> but before that, you have of course Elvin Hayes. Oh yeah, Elvin uh, Hayes, uh, who was the first, the, uh, the first uh, Rockets great big. Mm-hmm. And after Elvin Hayes, second on my list, si Moses Malone. Moses, of course, is enough. The only guy to lead, before LeBron, of course, one of the few guys to lead two different teams to the finals, to win uh, NBA champ, uh, NBA MVPs with two different teams. Mm-hmm. So before LeBron, CL, si Moses Malone. And your third pick, uh, it's actually debatable who star show. What I'd say, star show, siya ng one all star game. Uh, very underappreciated, but still very recognizable if you mention him. Si Antonio Davis. Oh, yes. Um, ah, yes. Yes, yes. From the Pacers, I, was, I think sa Raptors na siya nag-All-Star, I think. I'm not sure. But uh, he was one of the last few remaining uh, centers of the late 90s, early 2000s. Before, Super Bruiser. Before nawala na yung side play ng tuluyan. So, Antonio Davis, my third, third on my list. Ayan. So, alam ko ano eh. Alam ko nakuha mo attorney si ano, si... Si Moses Malone. Pero given na, kukunin talaga ni Rex yan. And I'd love to hear kung ano yung pwede pang sabihin ni, kung ano pang pwede idagdag ni, ano, ni Rex about, uh, about Moses Malone. Yun nga, nanakaw si Moses Malone. Although, expected ko naman kasi, uh, medyo na-research ko ng ma- maayos to, di ba, nung nagkaroon ng draft challenge si Moses Malone. And ako, isa ako sa mga, parang, before, di ko talaga alam wala akong masyadong alam kay Moses Malone. Eh. I just know he was a former MVP. Pero yung impact niya to the, dun sa game, yung laro niya, parang na-overwhelm ako nung ni-research ko kasi dapat ito mas mas ilala pa nung mga ibang, nung younger generation. Kasi yung sa three-time MVP, and siguro mas, pag, pag sinabi mong best centers, dominant, laging shock eh. Pero the way Moses Malone dominated the game, yung rebounding lang niya, pag mo naisipin yung scoring niya, pero the way he dominated the glass, kahit si Shaq din yun kayang tapatan eh. Kasi uh, for several years, yung rebounding niya is parang 14 rebounds per game. And parang mas importante sa kanya yung rebound eh, kaysa sa scoring. Mas makukumpare mo dapat. Si Sakuragi, kung may idol siya sa rebounding, ito talaga dapat eh. Yeah. Si Moses Malone. <laughs> I mean, nung, nung 78-79 season, he led the league in rebounding with 17.6 rebounds per game. And this is this is an era where, like, yeah, we were talking about 
Elvin Hayes and Wes Anseld and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and another forgotten center, Artes Gilmore, na talagang they were hahaging the rebounds, pero siyang, you know, siyang leading league rebound time. And before ako mag-move on dito kay Moses Malone, I have to mention, napag-usapan namin ito madaming beses ni Pong doong draft challenge. 1983 finals. Minap niya ng, minap ni Moses Malone yung sahig gamit si si Jabbar. Useless, useless si Jabbar against Moses Malone. Walang answer yung Lakers. Decor si Jabbar eh. I know, yeah. I mean, dominate KAJ, di ba? You have to be a very special player which uh, Moses Malone was. So, uh, I hope uh, mas maraming pang maka-appreciate kay Moses Malone. And yung second kong center uh, na panggit ni Yoki to kanina is Bob Lanier. I'm sticking with my old guys. <laughs> Ah, uh, mas sabi ko kay Beblin if if I can say just one thing about him. Uh, next to Karim Abdul-Jabbar, yung hook shot ni Beblin here. Isang is pinaka-unstoppable na hook shot in the history of basketball, I, I, I believe. Ah, uh, naniniwala din ako na kaya niyang mag yung game niya before, kaya niyang maging kaya niyang mag uh, maging uh, okay na player today kasi Lefty to eh. May shooting to. May range siya. Hindi, not a three-point range uh, yung shooting niya. Pero yung uh, perimeter, meron siya. And yeah, yun nga, he can pound he can pound you inside. Eh. Kasi, mm-hmm. Shot niya, unstoppable. Uh, one of the most forgotten, all-time greatest centers to si Bob Lanier. Siguro, hindi lang siya ganun ka-flashy. Oh, pero, diba? Yun yung mis- mis- minsan nakaka- pag ano eh nakakalimot yung mga tayo pag hindi flashy yung player at effective nakakalimutan natin kung gaano siya kagaling uh, and last ko isa pang bob to ito sigurado ko lang makakagaw kasi I went all the way back to the 1950s uh, <laughs> ampetit <laughs> uh, yeah yeah uh, natuwa lang ako sa kanya kasi out of all the uh, NBA players siguro ng 50s parang isa siya sa mga talaga ko may meron siyang mag chance paging all-star uh, in this era because he's a walking pocket getter. Mm-hmm. Although yung jump shooting niya ay ko kung magkakaroon siya today. Pero pag, pag if you left him open for a big guy like him, he's going to knock down those shots. He's athletic pero if you need buckets, uh is the guy. Mm-hmm. So that's my three centers. Okay. Interesting uh interesting inputs guys, okay? Now um let me just um Check our athletic pick page real quick. Uh, I, I I do. And daming responses kasi guys. And uh, I just want to highlight a few. Okay. So um, a good friend of mine, Jess Sabater, actually uh, replied his uh, forgotten lineup. Uh, so he he has for his backcourt he has Rod Strickland and Eddie Jones, mm. two players na solid din, di ba? Uh, Eddie Jones actually. Eddie Jones. So, yeah, I agree. Kung ano, yeah, not two-way player. Oh, kung walang Kobe, actually, Eddie Jones eh. Diba? So, right. ano eh, uh, it so happened that they were traded for each other, if I'm not mistaken, o naging teammates yata sila for a year. Naging teammates pa sila. Naging teammates sila for a year, tama. Na-trade si Eddie Jones for Glenn Rice. There you go. Right. Yun, tama. So, um, so yun nga, Eddie Jones can play both both uh, both ends. Tapos, don't, let's also mention yung in game nag nag free throw dunk to tapos may dinakdakan pa siya sa harapan 'di ba parang 
Iba yung athleticism niya. Next level for me. So, and can also shoot a three ball. Rod Strickland. Yeah. Rod Strickland, uh, no other uh, explanations needed. Ibang-iba yung ball handling skills niya. Ano eh, um, dito nagmana yung inaanak eh, which was Kylie Irving. So, <laughs> ano to, uh, he's one of those great um, playmakers nung, ano, nung 80s and uh, 90s era. And then, front court niya, Glenn Rice, as uh, picked by attorney. Tapos, eto, isa pang okay na forward, Vin Baker. He's actually, yes. all, yeah. Kundi, kundi lang siya nalasing, maganda karir niya eh. Gin, Gin Baker. Al- alam mo meron sa ano sa mga forward ng Seattle palaging tumataba o naglalakad. <laughs> <laughs> Dapat nga good food dun eh, 'di ba? Maulan kasi sa Seattle attorney. Maulan. Bagay, bagay. Kaya laging kailangan hugasan. <laughs> And uh, yung sentro niya, ito intriguing yung sentro niya. His center was Bryant Reeves. Big country. Big country. Yeah. Uh, let's not forget, Big Country was a great, great college player. Um, yes. So unfortunate na medyo hindi nag-translate sa NBA. Pero he actually picked up his, his stride uh, nung after a few years. Pero, yun nga, um, he, actually he was more known as that player from, uh, from Alabama compared to as the first player drafted by the Grizzlies franchise nung, mm-hmm. ano, nung mid-90s. And... If I may, ano, if I may, I'll, I'll, I'll get two more, okay? Another one from Dan, uh, our good friend, Dan Sebastian. Uh, ang kanyang backcourt. Shout out to Dan. Yeah. In, all the way in New Zealand, guys. So, um, ang ating, ano, ang backcourt ni Dan, ito, very interesting, Mookie Blaylock and Terrell Brandon. So, Terrell Brandon, huh? Oh, okay itong dalawang yeah. to. Speed and shooting, meron itong dalawang to. Tapos si Mookie Blaylock. Defense kay Blaylock, yeah. Yes, yung steals niya. And Elite. Not to mention the Pearl Jam reference as well. So, <laughs> yeah, so, ano, uh, two, two perfect uh, guards. And ang forwards niya, he also had uh, Vin Baker. Here's another forgotten player, Sharif Abdurrahim. From, uh, mm. Oh, yes. Memphis was... naman, um, Vancouver. Oh, Vancouver right. slash Atlanta yan. And, Another very good big. Oh. Sila ni McDice, no? Silang dalawa ni McDice. Talagang nakalimutan na lang. Pero they were mm. very good I bigs. Antonio Pal- McDice and Sharif. Tsaka ito kasi si Sharif may length siya eh. So, he, can, he actually used his length very well in terms of athleticism. So, um, again, one of my uh, honorable mentions in my list, Sharif Abdurrahim. And yung center nila, okay. In center nila okay uh, former rookie of the year Derek Coleman. So very uh, exciting to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, solid solid the Derek Coleman. Yeah, I I you know, I mean, people might disagree with me. I don't know if we can consider him a, as a star. I mean, star in a sense that he has name recognition, pero I don't know if he actually reached that, you know, star level. Pero he was mm-hmm. fun. He was fun to watch. Yeah. Um tapos uh let's go with ano I'll pick Ramdela Ramas pick right here. Ang kanyang backcourt, uh, nakakatawa, backcourt niya parang shooting guards eh. Si Mitch Richmond and si Alan Houston. Alan Houston. Alan Houston. Alan Houston. Uh, yung shooting touch ni Alan Houston, one of my favorites after Ray Allen. Sobrang pure. And uh, yung kanyang forwards, 
si Crash Gerald Wallace and mm-hmm. uh, Elton Brand another uh, oh yes 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 learning ano uh, uh, yeah at his peak Elton Brand is probably top 10 player <laughs> no early 2000s I agree well, ano co-rookie of the year ni Steve Francis yan mm-hmm. yes exactly saka ang sentro niya si ano Jermaine O'Neal mm-hmm. yeah Uh, yeah, he, the Pacers, Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah, no, at one point, third just MVP voting behind Kevin Garnett and Tim Duncan. That's how you know, like that. That you know, that's how good he can be during right. you know during his heyday. Partida kasama pa siya sa Jail Blazers dante. Right against right. the Kings, de ba? No, hindi siya hindi siya na develop ng Blazers. Eh. Hindi siya ginamit ng Blazers. Eh. Mm-hmm. And then when he when he went to the Pacers, de ba? Finals, finals siya. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so yeah. Um, ah, Pom, Pom. Yeah. I hope you don't mind. Shout out ko lang. You're talking about you know Dan from New Zealand. Meron tayong listener from New Zealand. Barkada namin mm-hmm. si si Mike Esquibel. Oh yeah. Um yeah. Avid listener. Gusto ko lang shout out yung list niya because he's a he's a continuous listener. And thank you for the support, right. Commissioner yeah. Mike. So he had. You know, Bobby Jackson, Derek Anderson, Chris Gatling, Tyrus Thomas, and Detlef Shrimp. Mike, sensya ka na. I don't agree with the other three, pero Bobby Jackson and Detlef Shrimp, those are those are very good names. Those are, yeah, you know, established names during their heyday, especially to Detlef Shrimp. Like, in today's game, mm-hmm. you'd, you'd be easily be able to get him for $25 million per year because of his ability to stretch the floor and he can play, like, you know... As either forwards and you know his ability to, to play, make all that kind of stuff. Shout out, kalang Mike. <laughs> greetings, yeah. greetings, sayo, pare. What's up, Mike? Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah. If you have any other, uh, if you want to include your lineup as well, um, just go to our Facebook page, facebook.com/slash/theathleticpick. You can also check out our uh, Instagram at the.athleticpick and our Twitter account, uh, theathleticpick. And you can also check our website, www.theathleticpick.com. Ano pa ba? Thank you to the followers for participating sa, oh, yeah. sa survey natin. And of course, if there's any, ano, if you think you have some interesting topics or ideas that you'd like us to discuss, feel free to suggest or to post in our page. Yes, please. Yes, please. Uh, please feel free to post it over to our page. We'll do more than you had to discuss that over. And have it included in our, in our next episodes and we're wrapping up another uh, episode here for the athletic pick unfiltered episode six wow diba? hey so Ooh. battle of the bubble episode but up um battle of the bubble <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so uh again in behalf of uh of yoki attorney john t and uh and uh rex my name is palm uh Do also check uh, our streams via Spotify and Anchor.fm, and we're looking we're looking forward uh, to uh, hearing it from you guys. And until our next episode, thank you and have a great day, guys. Daryl, we miss you, buddy. Uh, see you next week. See you next week, guys. Have a nice night.